Welcome to the Uncooperative Radio Show with Brian Bonner. The finest uncooperative, conservative radio on the net. Kicking down the walls. Blowing away the smoke screens. You cockroaches. And you know who you are. You can run, but you can't hide. Brian Bonner stands for truth, justice, and the American way. Enemies of America, foreign and domestic, consider yourself on notice. Uncooperative Radio is coming for you. I'm your host, Brian Bonner, from uncooperativeblogger.com. You're listening on cooperativeradio.com. I'm here with my lovely wife and producer, Susan. Let's say hello, Susan. Hello, American patriots. All right, what are we talking about this evening? That was loud. I know, I don't... <clears throat> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> that was really loud. <laughs> it was not intentional. <laughs> all right, again, you're going to hear all kinds of background noise. We're sweltering here in the mountains. 94 degrees and like 10% humidity. Terrible. We start the show with a prayer, then the ups and downs for the week. Will Hillary Rotten Clinton go to jail? They're sure trying to make a case against her. We'll tell you all about that. Our military heroes and stars who were fired from TV shows, if we get to it. The, why are we interested in stars that get fired from TV shows? Yeah, it's pretty cool. We talked about it last night. You were like, you had a whole bunch of comments on it. <laughs> All right, so I'm miserable today, obviously, and uh, <clears throat> we're going to do our best here, but between this heat and the smoke, eyes are bothering me, nose is bothering me, and uh, yeah, that's why I'm really upset about the low humidity, because it's breezy, it's it's got wind moving, and sun's up, and there hasn't been rain in weeks, and everything's so dry, I can't do anything. Otherwise, I'll risk causing a forest fire. All right. <clears throat> Sunday, time for a prayer. Holy Lord, thank you for grace. Please help me move beyond the hurdles that trip me up and give me the strength and wisdom to look up and see the hope I run toward you. Amen. That did sound like English. Where'd you get that one from? Oh, I forgot to put it up. I got it from um, godweb.com. It's a, it's a prayer for everybody that's going through horrible times right now, including President Trump. Um, There's talk of him being under house arrest. <laughs> McMaster and his people why are... is he? Why is Tillerson and McMaster still there? They need to go. They need to get the hell out of there. All right. <clears throat> Well, he, from what the what the writer said was that McMaster took away Trump's cell phone, so he can't receive any calls or make any calls. And you sure it's not fake news? Bolton's tried. No, Bolton said he he tried to get in to see Trump, and they wouldn't let him in. 
and he still can't get in, and he's not contacted him or anything. And that's not how their relationship was. Now, why would he just blow off Bolton? See, I, I, that guy, that McMaster guy, is no good. And you'll see sooner or later, McMaster and Tillerson's going to go. All right, Debs and Dows for a week of down. From CNS News, four-fifths of the San Francisco Bay Area marijuana studied by a product testing company posed health threats such as cancer and reproductive toxicity. There are drugs. I know, that's why. <laughs> da, 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 um, <laughs> cancer? No. Sorry. Um, maybe uh, if they're testing... Rolling paper. Yeah, that's cancer. That's cancer causing, not marijuana. And yes, I know quite a bit about marijuana. When I was a teenager, I sold marijuana. I did my own personal experimentation, and I can tell you right now, it, no way you could die from that. Because if it could have been done, I would have done it. <laughs> you would not believe what I did. And, uh,. No long-term effects. So, anyway, I think I'd rather have people on marijuana than oxycodone. What do you think? The greatest threat standing in the way of California's march toward legalized marijuana isn't Attorney General Jeff Sessions or Big Pharma. It's the cannabis industry itself. San Francisco Magazine reports. Much of the roughly $1 billion in cannabis sold in California's 1,000-plus dispensaries every year is dirty. A study of buds, edibles, and concentrates entered in last August's HempCon competition found that 80% was tainted. With what? <laughs> Come on, author. <clears throat> the study conducted by Enresco found mold, pesticides, and harmful solvents in the pot products. Well... That's California mold. What's their problem? You know what I should have done? Doing I, this, they're growing this stuff for a long time now. I should have looked up who and uh, on Resco was. Yeah, that'd be good too. Because they're not going to, of course, tell us. Because there's no reason for mold to be in. You always store it in a sealed container with some desiccant. So. I heard California was all that when it came to medical marijuana. I guess not so much. Well, they've been doing it for a very long time. Yeah, they're killing people, it seems. I don't know. Mold is, you know, something you can have allergic reaction to. Some health threats posed by the tainted marijuana are cancer. Everything causes cancer. So I wish they'd just stop saying, is there one thing that doesn't cause cancer? I'd like to know. Because everything has a risk for cancer. Reproductive toxicity. I don't even know what that means. Developmental toxicity. Again, what does it mean? What does that mean? I know. Are you talking about young kids? Young children should be doing that stuff. How do you spell that? Knowing what I know now, as a teenager, I should have been doing that stuff. But once you're once you reach a certain age, you're not developing anymore. That was a uh, cow. What? Lung infections. From what? Sir, I mean, unless they're talking about the mold. You can get you can get a uh, respiratory infection from mold, cardiovascular issues, and neurotoxicity. Can you scroll back up so I can see what the, how to spell that? 
be... SEO. SEO. It's not a tough one. Come on. <clears throat> well, California's pot purity laws currently aren't as strict as those in Colorado and Oregon. They're expected to be even more stringent and costly when new regulations are enacted in January of next year. Well, good. Lay off, the, lay off some of the taxes then, and uh, maybe they can afford to buy equipment. Just saying. Be easier. <sighs> I, you know, there's so much propaganda that's been fed to us over the past 70 years about this stuff. And people, old-timers, they, they buy all of the stuff they read, the propaganda they read in the 50s. I read all the leaflets and pamphlets and stuff. I found it online. Oh, yeah, you would think this stuff was worse than heroin. It was the most evil thing on the planet. It grows natural in nature. So it can't be as bad as Big Farmer's stuff. All right, it up for World Net Daily. It was filmed some time ago with well beyond 2 million views, but the video testimony of a British comedian explaining why she defied a doctor's advice and refused to recommend abortion is making waves again. This time, the personal and heartfelt revelations are being highlighted by the Christian Institute. Lynn Ferguson the voice of Mac in Chicken Run, what the heck is Chicken Run, explains in a commentary peppered with humor and caustic observations. She talks about naming her son Whole Night Sleep for what she gave up. What's really important? Medical personnel, in her case, had lobbied for a variety of tests and eventually abortion Claiming her son might have Down syndrome or Edward syndrome. Okay, so, and Resco provides comprehensive food testing services, including microbiological, chemical pesticide residue, filth, and nutritional analysis. A main focus of our company is import testing related to FDA's detention without physical examination program. We have a network of samplers across the country and branch offices in Los Angeles, New York, and Fort Lauderdale for this purpose. So they're linked up with the FDA. See, what people don't understand, if you've never tried to have a greenhouse and not use pesticides and herbicides and fungicides, you can work. It's, it's going to die. It's all going to die off. It's a, it's a closed-in environment. Any bug gets in there and it explodes because it's crazy. Um, but they, But there are ways to flush the plant so that you won't have any pesticides when you sell the product, whether that be marijuana or other kinds of herbaceous plants. Uh, but it's very difficult to run all natural greenhouse. That takes some real work and knowledge, scientific knowledge, and it's still not guaranteed that you won't get a catastrophic loss. Because again, it gets humid in a greenhouse. You gotta have you gotta have airflow through the greenhouse. I mean, it's, it's just complicated. My friend had a I won down in Florida, and uh, he he wouldn't even try going natural. Forget about it. It's just it was just too much. If he'd spray, he wouldn't have any plants. So, 
just say these things are very complicated. Everyone's like, oh, you just grow it in the greenhouse. <laughs> okay, good. Try that. See how it works. <clears throat> well, I just wanted I just wanted to find out if they were hooked up with pharmaceutical company. You know what I'm saying? It's I don't know. What are they hooked up with? The FDA. That's they're part of the FDA? They're using the, one of the FDA's programs and grants to do the testing. Ah. Uh, well then I don't trust them at all. I know. That's what I've just read. Alright. I'd have to have independent testing done. And that's what they should do. They should pay well, for independent testing. Let's see if it's right. And when they said cardiovascular issues, that's so vague. What the hell does that even mean? I don't know. I know. And how do you <laughs> test for it? They, they can't test for cardiovascular toxicity. Yeah. They don't even know what causes heart attacks to this day. They don't know what causes your vessels to clog up. They don't know. They thought it was cholesterol, but it ain't cholesterol. As a matter of fact, you need cholesterol. It protects the lining of your of your arteries. For, so you won't get plaque buildup. So putting on your buddy on this low lipid diet really kind of screws them up, don't you think? Yeah, I did a whole article on that. Sort of like telling people with heart disease to eat butter. Yeah, they had, they had to go back to butter because they said, back in the day, remember the 70s? Everybody had margarine, 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 margarine. Margarine is partially hydrogenated vegetable oil. Did you know that? Yeah, that really toxic thing they say is horrible for you. You're not supposed to have it. Yeah, well, they told people to switch to that. Be more heart healthy. Meanwhile, they were killing people. Oh, the same is true with vegetable shortening. Lard is better for you. Vegetable shortening, again, partially hydrated vegetable oil, no good. So, don't spend for shortening. Buy the tub of lard. Lasts forever. It lasts a good <laughs> long time. It does. You, you need more of it than you think you do, though. Like, it, it melts away to nothing when you put it in the frying pan. Just in, like, a big big scoop. But it's good for you, it turns out. See, all that time you were cooking with ugly stuff, and you didn't really like it in the beginning. You got used to it. Now you have to get unused to it because it's not good for you. And if you're hearing this for the first time, I'm so sorry. Because the government's let you down big time. Worse than that, your doctors let you down. And look, more stories coming out of England about parents being told what to do with their Sweden, bodies. Same thing. Yep. Um, they they are working their way of ridding themselves of. I think it was Down syndrome. They're doing that by aborting Down syndrome babies. That's the, their cure for it. I know the Pope told them to stop it. Why Pope? Pope's I. Not, Pope, Pope, I told Pope doesn't care about any of these evils. Well, because of, I think it was Catholic hospitals that were doing that. I don't think so. Well, the way the Catholic Church is now. Just because it's called the Catholic Hospital, again, just because it's called the Catholic Hospital or University doesn't mean they're following Catholicism. Right, I know that. So, I mean, and they sold all their, pretty much, I mean, they don't, CEOs run their hospitals. They don't run it. And you know what else is going on in Sweden? I just saw a headline, but I didn't put it in. Um, they said Muslim street children are beating the crap out of cops in Sweden. That was the headline. Must be pretty big children. Muslim children. I'm saying, well. Is it like the youths? Yeah, yeah, it's like the 26-year-olds here on Obamacare. Yeah. Those are children. Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, why, don't, why aren't your cops trained to be more vicious? I, hey, I, our cops are letting Stand around keep... and let people beat me up? I don't think so. Um, they're doing that here. Oh, I would never do that. I didn't put up with that as a paramedic. I would never put up as an officer of the law. You're going to be kidding me. 
I've worked in the ghettos, and I know. First of all, you don't get you don't get within five feet of me before you better stop, or I'm going to stop you. Yeah, well, the cops are being told to stand down. Screw your job. Well, Life is more important than the job. Get something else to do. It's a socialist. What's going to happen to you? They'll lay you off and they'll, they'll, they'll fire you and then you won't have a job and they'll and they'll pay for your housing and your medical and your food and your clothing and you won't have to do anything. Well, that, that's, that's socialism. Well, no, I mean, I'm talking about here. They're te- the cops are standing down. They're telling them to stand well, down for McCall all these rights. Stand down at that thing with Charlotte. That was all. It turns Same out now, Berkeley. other people are coming out and saying this, what I said. Complete setup. It yep. was just completely set up. It was set up months in advance. I know. Well, yeah, look, you know that they're coming for a prayer right? So you let the you give you give permits also to Antifa. No, no they didn't have. They permits. didn't do it. But who did they give them to? KKK and white supremacists. They weren't part of the Unite Right move. That they're left wing. We don't have any part of them. You can take them pound sand. KKK is Democrat all the way. Nazis are socialists. End of conversation. Uh, so, by doing that don't, and letting Antifa and them know in advance, don't and uh, Black Lives Matter, don't you think that they were setting setting them up? And look how they look how it went afterwards. The president said there were bad people on both sides. You can't equivocate Nazis with bad people. Really? Antifa is a communist militant group. Nazis are a nationalist socialist group. And they hate each other. Socialists and communists don't like each other. Antifa was created to fight the Nazis in Germany. See, they wanted it to be communist. They were trying And they're- here they're just anarchists hateful pieces of crap that are being empowered to beat people up and you got to kill somebody sooner or later. Nobody's going to be happy until a whole bunch of people end up dead, right? Antifa needs to be labeled a terrorist group. Goodbye. No more Antifa. And if BLM keeps telling people to kill cops and they keep killing cops, I think it's time to indict them. I'm sorry, that's directly, they tell them to kill cops, and then they went out and did it. That's a direct result of what they told them to do. That's how the law is written. They're guilty. And I don't even know who the founders are. They're not even part of it anymore. I think they took the money and retired. But now they're paying people like 70 to $90 an hour to be professional protesters and victims. Haven't you ever noticed that during all the events, that these big things, these big media things with all, or mass killings and stuff, have you ever noticed that sometimes the same people are in the, are in the new problem that were in the old problem? Like the one from Hurricane Sandy. I mean, they started this over with the war over in uh, Lebanon. That's when they started faking the news. BBC did it. Oh, this poor woman. And later on, she goes back again. How you see the same person or the same stretcher go past the camera numerous times? I mean, come on. We can't believe anything we see on the lamestream media. All right. Uh, yes, I want Islam also. Yep. Terrorist organization. Got to go. See, it's not that hard. Simple. 
We hadn't planned a Down syndrome baby, but, you know, there's worse things than being Down syndrome, right? Yeah, I think so. She said, she told the doctors, I mean, being Down syndrome doesn't mean you're a bad person. just means you're, like, a bit different. So if he's Down syndrome, so be it. Where is this? Where is this taking place? England. Oh, makes sense then. I was like, God, please don't let me here. Not yet. Now, here's the problem with that. They look at it from a cost ratio benefit. That child will be a drain on the state who will have to take care of it. And so they have the right to abort your baby. Well, let's see what happens. I, I, I'd say that could happen. I mean, they wouldn't let the other people take their baby out of the country to America to try to try a, a treatment. It wasn't going to cost them a dime. Why didn't they just say, I don't care. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, they wouldn't let it. And they fought it, and they wouldn't let him, and they fought it, and they wouldn't let him, and then he died. Trump was going to even pay for it, my president. I said it wasn't going to cost a dime. I know. The state, anything. Nothing. See, it's power. It's control. It doesn't matter. They and as I told you, they don't want it to survive. Because if the treatment works, it doesn't mean that person will not be disabled their whole life. And then they're going to have to pay for it. No. See, all they had to say was, if you immigrate to the United States and don't come back here, fine. But you give up your citizenship, because we're not taking care of your baby later. Well, they even went to the UN. They even went to, I think they even went to the EU, because uh, the, Britain wasn't out yet. Cause... Britain's out. Uh, it's just that, and there's fake news out there, by the way. It's easy to buy into. George Soros did not threaten England with with pain over leaving over the Brexit. Actually so, said the guy, I know I hate to define, uh, defend the ass, but he actually said to the EU, do not, do not try and punish the UK for leaving. You'll just make things worse. Take, do some reforms while they're playing, while they're getting out. And maybe the people will change their mind. So, yes, he's, he's insidiously smart. Sorry, I just, UK and Soros and EU always just fly together in my head. I don't know why we don't pull his citizenship. Oh, he's he's tried to rig our election. You don't think he he's the one that paid for most of that? Uh, initially, the BLM, you know, Black Lives Matter, they were funded by George Soros, six hundred six hundred something thousand dollars. Uh, so he's got and plus he's got groups everywhere. That, that do it for him. So what you need to do is get a RICO case going, and then burn his backside. Uh, let's see. The doctors got more insistent, and so did she. Then they pulled their trump card. They said they were concerned about the possibility of Edwards syndrome, also known as tri. So trisomy 18 affected babies seldom live beyond age one. You know, we had so many scans, said Ferguson. I had seen my son. I had seen his heart. I had seen the insides of his eyes. I'd seen his hands and his feet. And in fact, during one of the scans, he'd held up his, his hand up to the front of my body as if to say, 
Will you go away? I'm busy. Leave me alone. I'm growing. <laughs> I had felt my son move inside my body. What did it matter if he had a disorder or not? You know what? If he was going to die, we are all going to die sometime, right? We should meet first. He was my son, and he needed me. He depended on me to make the right decision. So I did. And she said no. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Something stuck in my throat. <coughs> Excuse me. Live action, which also has promoted the message, unconditional love, no matter what, Ferguson knew this was her son, and knew he deserved his life no matter how short it was. In fact, Ferguson and her husband changed hospitals because of the first facility's insistent on abortion. Ferguson explains her geriatric pregnancy she was 37 when she gave birth, still found her entirely responsible for this other human being. How is 37 geriatric? Well, yeah, I don't think so. In this country, either. they start saying around 40 is yeah, iffy. Uh, yeah, well, that's, this is Britain, Brian. They're probably going to say 20 years old, you can't have a baby. You might as well abort it over there. I get ridiculous. <laughs> <clears throat> At his birth, she declared he was perfect. LifeSite News wrote about the testimony when it first appeared, explaining Ferguson, the sister of comedian Craig Ferguson, confirmed her son still was perfect most of the time. Nobody's perfect but God. Good for her. I, I'm surprised they let her. I know. I know. I'm just saying. Look, ladies and gentlemen, this is coming to America. Obamacare is not going to put up with this or anybody that's the, old. The Unaffordable Care Act was never designed to work. It was designed to fail so that they could put single payer in. And that's what's happening. Look, when you got most of the states in the United States of America only have one health insurance plan available to everybody, and it's like ridiculously expensive, I think that's a failure. Now the government's got to come in and save us. And that means they have to take over health care. And we better not let that happen. But they're going to try. Already? All right, we're going to go to break. Sun Crawford Radio Show. You stay tuned, because we'll be right back. To the Red State Cafe. My name's Darla. You ready to order, sweetie? Your omelets are made with organic eggs, right? They come from a chicken's ass. That organic enough for you, sugar? Uh, what's your pork? Is it steroid-free? It is by the time Chef Earl is done with it, honey. Well, how about your chicken fried steak? That's made with free-range chicken, right? Free-range? We can't afford to give it away, darling. Look, I don't see it on the menu, but can you just make me a progressive omelet? <laughs> Sugar, you're in the wrong restaurant. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. 
Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-917-2194 That's 800-917-2194 What is term life insurance? It's basically a financial protection plan for your family if you pass away. It can be a hard purchase. Think about it. It's one of the few major purchases you can make that you will personally never use. But you've got to have it to protect your family. And you owe it to yourself to shop and compare to get the best possible rates. For term life insurance policies of $500,000 or more, call the term lifeline today at 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. See if you qualify for up to $1 million in coverage for as little as $3 a day. We'll gladly compare multiple carriers to get you the best possible rates. So call now. 800-430-1891. Sample rates cited requires qualifying medically in the preferred non-tobacco rate class. If you are struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 800-215-6813, 800-215-6813, 800-215-6813, 800-215-6813. This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. Cooperative Radio Show, our half of one. That was good. No redness. I saw that. All right. <clears throat> Back to the ups and downs. Down from the Daily Caller. The Southern Poverty Law Center, which is ironically a group that... Has a lot of money. No, that labels other groups hate groups. But they're a hate group. But they do have a lot of money, too. Yeah. And they're, like, putting it overseas. Soros. And they're a 501c3. Yep. Jeez. Talk about a scam. Yeah, they should be labeled a hate group and get off the government dole if they're still on. I don't know. if they, I, I, they might be a private group. I don't know. I don't could care less. So they have uh, declared three America's largest army bases, Confederate monuments with the potential to unleash more turmoil and bloodshed if activists don't take down the army bases 
Wait a minute. Activists are going to... How is an activist going to take down an army base? Oh, wait. That's right. Nobody's armed there, right? Just the police. Be pretty easy, actually, wouldn't it? Well, like, you're the one that lets them disarm our soldiers on our own army bases. I mean, most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. Fort Hood wasn't enough for you? Stop being so anti-gun. They're the military. They're trained. Let them have their sidearm. I swear, we should... Everybody that vote, that goes against it in Congress, we need to not only vote out, we need, we need to sue their backsides. And the families of the people killed in the army bases and these terrorist attacks, they should sue the crap out of them. But you can't, so there you have it. There's no... There's no pathway for an individual to sue the federal government. The states would have to do it for you. All right. So we're all going to die because these army bases are nothing but Confederate monuments. The SBLC included Fort Hood in Texas, Fort Bragg in North Carolina, and Fort Benning in Georgia, on a list of 1,500 Confederate monuments that the SPLC claims could inspire more violence, like what happened in Charlottesville, Virginia last month. All three bases are named after Confederate military leaders. Well, you no, know, let me explain where the violence came from. The left! That's right. The left started the violence. Antifa started the violence in Charlottesville. Antifa. Antifa, who did not have a legal right to even be there. Neither did the Black Lives Matter group. There were three, three, three groups that they authorized, and they did it on purpose, and they should never have. It was the Unite Right group, it was the KKK, and it was white supremacists. They wanted to link them with Unite Right. And I'm saying it again, you can't do it, because socialists is left. National Socialists are Nazis, left. National Socialist Workers Party, it, 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 they changed names, and he had to just simplify to naturally socialists. But, <clears throat> they're left-wing. Progressive, left-wing, there's no such thing as a liberal. Uh, communist, left-wing, just think anarchist, left-wing. Anarcho-socialist left wing. I keep going. Don't let them. Don't let them ever slam us with the KKK, which were Democrats. I don't know who they are now. And the uh, white supremacist group, which was Nazis, and uh, Nazis again. And no, the new definition uh, that the dictionaries put out there for fascism is not correct. It's not historically correct at all. It's not that who wishes to do. Etched. Uh, ethnic cleansing? That's not even part of fascism. The only pa party ever called fascist was the fascist party of Italy under Mussolini, who was part of the Axis. You had fascists, socialists, and, I don't know, not, not, not elite enough socialists, because I know 
we keep saying that Russia's communist. They call themselves communist, but their name was United Soviet Socialist Republic. So they were socialist too. But I don't know. They're, they're, this is back during the Weimar Republic. These labels were kind of, it's hard to get them all straight, really. But all you have to know is Antifa was Antifascisti Intifatokul was created to, to uh, fight the Nazis. And, and they're a militant arm of the Communist Party in Germany. Now they're the militant arm of the left in America. So, you have the KKK, the Nazis, and Antifa, and BLM, all left wing. Don't let them project onto us their failings. Don't let them wipe out their history. That's why this is going on. Because if they, if we teach Confederate history, wait, the Confederates were Democrat. The slaveholders were Democrats. The KKK was Democrats. Yeah, you see why they don't want these things around anymore? Because they have you believing that that's all Republican stuff. No, it's not. And they're, def- they're deathly afraid you're going to find out that they've been blowing blue smoke up your backside for over a hundred years. Let me have a sip of coffee. I'll tell you how I really feel. <sighs> hmm. The list makes no mention of renaming namesakes of Confederate monuments. Taking the monuments down is presented as the only option. The recent leftist campaign against Confederate namesakes and monuments has included willingness among some far-left actors to destroy government property to accomplish their goals. Now, those idiots that pulled down that statue and filmed it, why is it the government going after them? That's destruction of, pri- of government property. That's a crime. It's vandalism. Oh, right. This happened where? Virginia? Oh, McAuliffe. Right. Uh, of course not. McAuliffe set it up. More than 1,500 Confederate monuments stand in communities like Charlottesville. With the potential to unleash more turmoil and bloodshed, the SBLC website states, it's time to take them down. They're ridiculous. Who buys into this? First of all, it's a statue. Last time I checked, statues can't animate. This isn't a a movie about the night in the museum. These things don't come to life. They don't do anything. They remind us of our past. They don't want to be reminded of that past because it's theirs. They're the bad players. They're the bad guys. They're on the wrong side of history. They don't want you to know that. And right now, a bunch of people just tuned me out, calling me all kinds of crazy names. You idiot. Uh, They're right-wingers. Yeah, well. Stay. All I got to say is stay uninformed. Live in your little bubble. Uh... At the very least, you just at least go do some searches on the internet to find out if I'm right. Elementary and middle schools, local streets, and even entire towns are included on the SPLC's list of Confederate monuments. I say we take down the SPLC because it's a fake hate... How am I going to put this? Fake... 
hate labeler. They're the hate group. Not who they name. Sorry. Actually, nobody hates more than the left. Even you millennials out there, you pretty much are serious haters. You think just because you've been brainwashed to think LGBTQ people aren't mentally defective, that's going to save you? Sorry. Hey, you scream at conservatives all kinds of filth. You've, you've attacked them. That is not tolerant. You, you are everything you label conservatives to be. Yep. Democrats, you own it. Sorry. You're part of the left, Democrats. Suck it up. You, the commies, the socialists, all of them. All of them have a party somewhere, like on the moon. Just get out of, get off my planet. I'd rather live with the KKK, even though they're left wing. I can't stand the Democrat party. <sighs> All right, so the SPLC is urging leftists around the country to flood their local newspapers with letters to the editor urging the removal of the monuments. And they'll all do it because they're lemmings. You heard me out there, porcelain dolls. You're little followers. Lemmings, you just follow your herd animal. <clears throat> Although the group's campaign against the army bases could serve as a dog whistle for the left-wing militants willing to take extreme measures to take down Confederate monuments. The SPLC's map of Confederate monuments resembles the group's hate map that has repeatedly smeared conservative organizations as hate groups and inspired domestic terrorist Floyd Lee Corkins II to shoot up the Family Research Center in 2012 at the same time that the SPLC is waging its campaign against Fort Hood, approximately 400 American soldiers stationed at the base are down in Houston, helping victims of Hurricane Harvey. Notice, there are no left-wing groups helping out with Hurricane Harvey. The evil conservatives and military, they're helping, but why not these, why ain't Antifa helping? Simple. That's the government's job. They take no personal responsibility for anything. Despicable people. All right. Ah! Up, down. <clears throat> From WAFB, Louisiana. A fake Facebook post is making the rounds on social media. This Pope, the <laughs> Pope. We were talking about him earlier. <clears throat> this post shows a track for Hurricane Irma barreling straight for the Texas coast. At first glance, it looks pretty believable. But a tweet from the National Weather Service Friday exposed the image as phony, saying, among other things, that the organization only forecasts storm information five days out. The image the organization posted shows Irma's path through Tuesday. There's been a lot of reaction to it today. It's not something we want to see, said WAFB First Alert Weather Team's Steve Caparata. Caparata has spent years tracking the top tropics and says dealing with these kind of posts is always difficult. It's charged the game. It's changed the game, Caparota explained. Things can look very official in this case. They took an official map from the National Hurricane Center and just modified it a little bit. Based on what happened in Houston with Hurricane Harvey, 
He believes fear is capable of causing more people to throw logic to the wind and buy into a lot of what they see online. The fake post was shared nearly 40,000 times by Friday afternoon. Wow, that's a lot. While the real information from the National Weather Service had only gotten about 2,000 retweets. WAFB's Scotty Hunter asked Caparata if dealing with the rise of fake posts on social media has made his job harder as a meteorologist. You know, this is really dangerous stuff too, Brian. People that do this are just twisting the head. And unfortunately, they schools have twisted our kids up in knots. I mean, this could really scare people. Yeah, they think it's funny. And they hate Texas. Yeah, all big city people think country people are idiots. They're not aware that they're the idiots. Idiot never is, is it? It's kind of too stupid to know that they're stupid. Uh, it's charged the way we have to handle things. In fact, I feel like we have to get out in front of it and let people know what we know and what we don't know. Len Apgar, chair of media literacy at LSU, a former editor-in-chief for New York Times, com, says social media hoaxes are far too common. I agree. You could probably, if you look for it, you could see a problem like this almost every day, said Apgar. This really is dangerous. Look, to my fellow social media people out there, at least do what I do. Don't don't click on the headline. Click on the link. Go look at it. Make sure it's a viable reference. And if not, look for a different one. If you can't find another one, guess what? It's almost one almost a hundred percent likely it's fake news. But don't go to Snopes and all the Politico and all the so-called fake news reporters. They are the fake news purveyors. It is the left that is doing it, not the right. <clears throat> By federal statute, if you doctor or disseminate a fake news report or doctor news report about the weather, it's a crime, Avgar said. But it's not a news report. It's just a tweet. That's... That's how they get around. It's not a news organization doing it. It's just an individual's tweet or Facebook post. It's yeah, not it's, real. It's not news. They say we're not news. So. It was a Facebook post. I know what it was. Yeah. It said so. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> um, I didn't know this until this particular incident. Before folks get caught up in a phony info on their phones, Apgar says... It's important for them to ask themselves a few questions first. You have to stop and think. Oh, gosh. No, don't tell them to do that. Wait a minute. Where is this coming from, he said. You also have to ask, is the source independent? Are there multiple sources, and are they verifiable? When it comes to weather, Caparata encourages people to download the WAFB weather app for the latest information as the team continues to watch Irma. For now, he says the storm is still too far out to determine an exact path. We need to wait several days before we have a better understanding of what the threat is to the United States. And what if any threat there is to the Gulf Coast and our part of the world, said Caparata. Students at LSU's Manship School of Communications, 
created a social media fact-checking website with tips on how to spot phony posts. Good for them. Yeah, how do I know they're not fake news? Snopes is fake news. Politico's fake news. Politico's left-wing rag, and they put themselves in charge like the rest of the left-wing rags of trying to police the news and say what's fake news and what isn't fake news. Problem is, they're fake news. What, Snopes was out a well, long you, time ago? Most people don't know you, this. You, there are no, there's no place you can go that I know of except Newsbusters. That's it. And any one of their, you know, parent, the parent company is cnsnews.com and, and the parent company is the Media Research, media research Center. Center. That's it. But they're all connected. All three of them. I like Newsbusters the best because it's funny. Sometimes. Right. But no, you you, go, don't, don't, you can't trust Snopes. You can't trust Politico, New York Times, WAPO. I can go on and on. These are the fake news purveyors, not the solution. Down from the Telegraph. Of course, let's go over to Europe. <laughs> over to the UK to get our news. Yeah. <laughs> Popeye Francis has revealed for the first time that he sought help from a psychoanalyst when he was younger. Oh, God, he was talking about that. Savage was talking about this story. He is believed to be the first pope in history to have visited a psycho psychoanalyst, or at least to have admitted to it. In a book, he says that at age of 42, decades before he was made pope, he went to a psychiatrist in Buenos Aires in his native Argentina for six months. I wonder if they're going to tell you. He went to a Jewish psychoanalyst, to be specific. Jesuit. And, no, Jewish. He is a Jesuit. Get with it, Susan. Don't try and correct me and give me the wrong information. I'm a little touchy about that. <clears throat> Again, in Buenos Aires, Argentina, where all the Nazis went. George Marie Bergoglio, as the Pope was known then, was at the time the head of the Jesuit order in Argentina. Yes, and the Jesuit order in South America have been banned from the United States of America. Did you know that? Because they bought into something down there called uh, liberation theology. And in the black people in America, they do that. And a black liberation theology. It's all communist, social justice warrior nonsense. And uh, they were banned from coming back in, into the country. They were, they were doing missionary work. And they're like, if not one can come back. I don't know if that ban is still on. I know the Jesuit order exists in the United States because I spoke to one, at least. But anyway, I, I find it interesting he went to a Jewish psychoanalyst. Well, you know, Freud was Jewish. At a certain fault point, I felt the need to consult an analyst. For six months, I went to her because... Once a week, to clarify a few things, he revealed in the book, look, these sentence structures are horrible. Stay off Twitter, writers. It's ruining you. <clears throat> he revealed in the book, Pope Francis, Politics and Society. Oh, great. A Catholic pope made a book called Politics and Society. Left-wing, socialist, commie, piece of crap. Sorry if you're a Catholic out there and you worship the pope. Uh, you're worshiping the wrong pope because you're not supposed to worship a pope at all. But he's the anti-pope. 
He did not specify exactly what things he wanted to clarify or why he felt the need to seek psychiatric help, but he did say the treatment was successful. In those six months, he, she really helped me, he said. She was a wonderful person, the 81-year-old pontiff said. At the time, around 1978 or 1979, Argentina was ruled by a military dictatorship, and for many people there was much to worry about with political repression and forced disappearances. Oh, like Venezuela. In his professional life, Bergoglio had entered resistance to this tough style of management as head of the Jesuit order. He admitted a few years ago that my authoritarian and quick manner of making decisions led me to have serious problems and to be accused of being ultra-conservative. <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> the revelation that he sought psychiatric help is a first for the Vatican, said Robert Miggins, editor of the English-language edition of the Catholic daily newspaper, La Croix. Means the cross. I Yeah, but don't you, don't you say that... Um, uh, proper nouns do not get translated. This is not somebody's name. It's not a proper noun. Uh. Anyway... Um, it's a new, it's, it's the name of a newspaper. And they're speaking, there are translations in Spanish, but if my name is Brian in English, it's Brian in Spanish. See how that works? Yeah, you've had to, you've had to point that out more than once, Brian. <laughs> it's good because these idiots keep claiming that Allah is God of Abraham, which is absolutely incorrect. Uh, stop calling it God. It's not God. It does not get translated into the word God. It is a proper noun. Their God is Allah, not the God of Abraham. The opposite of the God of Abraham, the devil, Lucifer. What? I'm just saying that when they were saying he was ultra-conservative, doesn't that mean something different in these Latino countries? No? I suppose there may have been oddball popes in the Middle Ages who sought advice from seers or something, but nothing like this. Well, how would you know? It's a kind of private thing that you go around telling everybody. I'm surprised he told anyone. He has a he has an ulterior motive. Bergoglio is a person with his feet on the ground, but he realizes that you can't pray away all your problems. That said, what is he holding up, Susan? Oh, oh we will have to go to break. Check Quack Radio Show. You stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. <laughs> The path to restoring our republic was laid down by our founding fathers. The principles of freedom, liberty, personal responsibility, and limited government are conservative ideals we will never abandon. America is listening. Grassroots. Common sense. Conservative talk radio. It's on the internet. Tune, 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 tune in now. Red State Talk Radio. Featuring some of the most popular internet talk show hosts in America today. Are you listening? RedStateTalkRadio.com Pretty sure what's killing the crops is this Brondo stuff. The Brondo's got my plants crazy. It's got electrolytes. So wait a minute. What you're saying is that you want us to put water on the crops? Yes. Water. Like out the toilet? Well, I mean, it doesn't have to be out of the toilet, but, but yeah, that's the idea. But Brondo's got what plants crave. It's got electrolytes. Okay, look. 
The plants aren't growing. So I'm pretty sure that the Brando's not working. Now, I'm no botanist, but I do know that if you put water on plants, they grow. Oh, well, I've never seen no plants grow out of no toilet. Hey, that's good. You sure you ain't the smartest guy in the world? Yeah. <laughs> okay, look, you want to solve this problem. I want to get my pardon, so why don't we just try it, okay? And not worry about what plants crave. Brando's got what plants crave. Yeah, it's got electrolytes. What are electrolytes? Do you even know? It's what they use to make Brando. Yeah, but why did they use them to make Brando? Because Brando's got electrolytes. I have found that a certain type that calls himself a liberal, and I always thought I was a liberal. <laughs> I came up terribly surprised one time when I found that I was a right-wing conservative <laughs> extremist. When I have listened to everybody's point of view that I ever met, and then decide how I should feel. I mean, but these this so-called new liberal group, uh, Jesus, they never they never listen to your point of view, and they make a decision as to what you think, and uh, they're articulate enough and in control of enough of the press to force that. Uh, uh, image out for the average person. Dr. King was a real man. You know he was a Republican. Dr. King, a Republican? Democrats passed those black codes and Jim Crow laws. Democrats started the Ku Klux Klan. White hoods and sheets? Democrats fought all civil rights legislation from the 1860s to the 1960s. Democrats released those vicious dogs and fire hoses on blast. Seriously? And the Dixiecrats remained Democrats and vowed to vote for a yellow dog before a Republican. Republicans freed us from slavery and put our right to vote in the Constitution. What? Republicans started the NAACP, Affirmative Action, and the HBCUs. Sounds like Democrats have been Boozle black. Democrats blocked the minimum wage passed by Republicans, and over $200 billion have been spent on education, health care, and job training since President Bush took office. So Democrats want to keep us poor while voting only Democrat. Democrats want us to accept same-sex marriages, teen abortions without a parent's consent, and suing the Boy Scouts for saying God in their pledge. See, we need to think and vote on our own values. Exactly. Democrats have talked the talk, but the Republicans have walked the walk. Girl, it's time for us to do, do the, the walk. walk. <laughs> you know it, girl. I am officially running for President of the United States. Could he actually win? No freaking way! Which Republican <laughs> candidate has the best chance of winning the general election? Donald Trump. There's not going to be a President Donald Trump. Trump will not be President. Trump will never be elected President of the United States. You're not going to be President. A man right? who will never be President of the United States. Donald Trump is not going to be President of the United States. Take it to the bank. He will never be president. Donald Trump is not going to become president of the United States. She's at plus 19. Do you think the tapes made a difference? Of course! They made all the difference! This race is over. Hillary Clinton has raised more than double Donald Trump, vastly outspending him. The presidency at about 89% for Hillary Clinton. Uh, your analytical model has uh, never been wrong. Now projects Hillary Clinton to win presidential election. 100% chance. You still think she has a 100% chance of winning the election? Mm. I do. And what would Donald Trump have to do to turn things around? Prayer and hope for a festivist miracle. <laughs> this is CNN's coverage of election night in America. The fight for the presidency. We don't care. Oh, okay, have Kentucky. Who cares? Kentucky. Don't no, care about in Kentucky. Indiana. Don't care. Indiana with 
It's West Virginia, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Mississippi, South Carolina, Alabama, Kansas, Nebraska, and Wyoming with its vote North Dakota and South Dakota, Texas. Uh, up and down the middle of the country, all red. Arkansas, Louisiana, the state of Montana, Missouri. It, it was at 80% an hour ago for Clinton. What is it now? 68%. Okay, uh, God damn it, I'm nervous. Ohio. to the Uncooperative Radio Show, Hour 2. I'm not in a singing mood. That's fine. I didn't... <laughs> I'm hot, sweaty. I know. <laughs> my eyes hurt. My throat's scratchy. Well, we don't... We, we haven't argued it. We can't close up the, nope. the vehicles. You know, we have to leave it wide open or we die. <laughs> anyway, where were we with this? Uh I am Bergoglio is a person with his feet on the ground, but he realizes you can't pray away all your problems. That said, he would be the first to say that analysis is no substitute for spirituality. Coming from this pope? What's spirituality? Sorry. I'm telling you, he's the anti-pope. The candid admission comes from a book written by Dominique... Walton, a French intellectual based on a dozen lengthy conversations with the South American pontiff. The 432-page book will be published on September the 6th, the day the Pope travels to Colombia on an official trip. Francis, oh, by the way, if you're all upset I'm calling your, your Pope a socialist at a Prague and all that, but he is. And the Catholic Church has been socialist for a very long time. Well, and there's a lot of bishops bishops coming out against his policies as well. And he is getting rid of a lot of bishops. He's the anti-pope. But like I said, look at Father Coughlin in the 1920s. He had his own radio uh, station. He used to do masses. And people listened to, millions of people listened to his radio show from all over the world. He Then he decided to delve into politics and, and come out with a paper, his his newspaper called Social Justice. Brother Coughlin was a dyed-in-a-world progressive. He didn't think, he got mad at FDR because he didn't go far enough for him. That's how whacked he is. And the Pope never told him to stop doing his radio show or talking about politics on uh, on his radio show, ever. So, riddle me this, how long has the Catholic Church been socialist? Or you could say progressive because they like elites. Progressives are elite socialists. All right. Uh, the 432-page uh, <clears throat> book will be published on September 6th, the day the Pope travels to Colombia on an official trip. Francis also disclosed that... I wish he wouldn't have took my name. That's my confirmation name. Also disclosed that he feels as though he lives in a cage at the Vatican because he's not able to wander out of the teeny city-state on his own. But spiritually, he said, he feels free, adding, nothing makes me afraid. The Pope also talked about women who have 
had an influence in his life. From his grandmothers and mother to former little girlfriends he had when he was a teenager, before he decided to become a priest. To have always been in touch with women has enriched me, he said. The Pope has made reference to psychiatry in the past. When asked why he had chosen not to live in the Vatican's Grand Apostolic Palace. I know, it's sickening. It really is. <laughs> but instead, in a modest guest house in the shadow of St. Peter's Basilica, he said, it's for psychiatric reasons. I can't live alone. Do you understand? No. And how would you be alone? You have servants. Never alone. <laughs> and he's, he's admitting it's for psychiatric reasons again. Yeah, there's something wrong with him, right? <laughs> In the book, the Pope also discusses poverty and conflict, the migration crisis, environmental degradation, and relations with Islam. Understand. He is a globalist. He is part of the globalist socialist agenda. Whole world, and they delude themselves into saying, uh, well, because I'm anti-conflict and war, and, and if we just live under one government, then there would be no more wars. Again, hasn't studied history. That's uh, absolutely untrue. He said Europe was fearful for the future. I don't see any more Schumann. I don't see any more Adenauer. Europe, in this moment, is afraid. It closes, closes, closes. You mean instead of letting all these Muslims destroy their country, rape their women, that kind of stuff? Beat up their cops. Okay, how, how about this, old puppy? How about you go into those no-go zones? Let's see how that works out for you. Take a stroll. Have a conversation with the Muslims that are in Europe that you think are so wonderful. See if you're right. Don't know. No guards. No arms. Nothing. Trust in the Lord. Wear your full armor of Jesus. Go ahead. He doesn't have the balls to do it. He's not afraid? <laughs> I just proved you wrong, didn't I? It ain't gonna happen. Should I play the little ditty about him? Go right ahead. Hey, kids, there's a new cartoon show for you Sunday morning. I'm Popeye the Holy Man. I live in the Vatican. Eat spinach for dinner, then bless all the sinners. I'm Popeye the Holy Man. This week, Popeye baptizes Brutus. Hey, Popeye, takes off that big dumb hat before I knocks it off. Oh, yeah? Take this, you big palookas. <laughs> Holy water, Popeye. <laughs> and next week, Popeye hears Olive Oil's confession. Oh, my gosh. Be there, or be St. Peter's Square for... Popeye the Holy Man. <laughs> How embarrassing. Absolutely. And up from the BBC... Four companies have been chosen to build prototypes for Donald Trump's planned border wall. U.S. Customs and Border Protection said. The four concrete prototypes will be 30 feet long and up to 30 feet tall and will be built in the coming months. Oh, you should have got it. my article. This one stinks. No, it's not. It, 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 how wide is it going to be? You know, 
it, it's hopefully to get into it. If not, you might want to pull up my social media because this ain't the one I report on. The four contracts are worth up to $500,000 each. A continuous wall across the entire southern U.S. border was a key promise in President Trump's election campaign. Prototypes will help us refine the design standards of the eventual wall. Acting CBP Deputy Commissioner Ronald Vitiado said, Testing will look at things like the aesthetics of how it, of it, how penetrable they are, how resistant they are to tampering and scaling or anti-climb features, but he said the officials would stick to small hand tools rather than testing ballistic kinds of things. The walls will also need uh, feature cable conduits and other design features for sensors and cameras. Once the order to start building is given in the next few weeks, the prototypes are expected to be finished within 30 days. Wow. The four companies, well, it's only a 30-foot section. Right, but still. It's a model. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, still. <laughs> the four companies to which the contract were awarded are Cadell Construction in Montgomery, Alabama, Fisher Industries in Tempe, Arizona, Texas Sterling Construction in Houston, Texas. W.G. Yates and Sons Construction in Philadelphia, Mississippi. Uh, There's a Philadelphia, Mississippi? I don't think Texas is going to be up to doing this right now, the Texas Sterling Construction. It's in Houston. I, I know. <laughs> but they're doing anything right now. Anyway, this, this flood was... I just know it was man-made. Mr. Vitiello said he did not know if any of the firms had had prior experience in border wall construction. More than 200 companies are believed to have submitted designs for the proposed border wall. Four more contracts for prototypes made from materials. What just happened? It's, it, it's automatically saved. Oh, goodness. It jumped me to where my cursor was instead of where I was reading. Was it special? You were at the end. More than 200 companies believed to have submitted designs for the proposed border wall. Four more contracts for prototypes made from materials other than concrete will be announced next week. So, everyone that's screaming that the wall's not going to be built, blah, 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 blah. This, this event in Texas has ensured that I don't think Trump can threaten to cut, to uh, shut down the government if he doesn't get funding for the wall because then he'll be shutting down funding to FEMA funding and to the people of Texas you see they got him over the coals now at least that gets this is going to get them I'm telling you what they're thinking right. it's going to get them past the election and that's what they that's what they want in 2018 oh no this election there's no election in 2017 we're in 2017. This election's in 2017. 18, no. 19, 20, 20. No, 2018. Well, they're local. They're local. Well, 2018 is for the... Uh... I, I, well, twenty every two years for House, seven years, and that's an odd year to know, seven years is odd. Um, they're every seven years, and then you get the general every four years. Plus local. <laughs> See, and I'm glad you had this on your Twitter, the picture. 
because I love how they keep saying that he's racist as he as he's kissing a black baby. No, no, don't go to my Twitter account. Well, I didn't know where you where you wanted me to go. Okay, well, actually, it, it all gets posted to Twitter. So if you're in my profile, not on my wall. I don't know anything about Twitter. Click so. on the yellow flag there. The little yellow flag? Okay. Click on it, is it? I did. Right, not right click, left click. I left click. Do you know what left is? Yes. That's exactly the same thing I just did. I can't see from over here. <laughs> it's dark in here, and you're in an angle. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Scroll Trump's, down, see if you can find it. Okay, so Trump's kissing a black baby. He's such a racist. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, everyone knows who's has half a brain that he's he's not. <laughs> he's not a racist. People get black people can't say he's not a racist. They just don't care. Yeah, like those two ladies that are on uh, Sean Hannity's show all the time. Oh, uh, Silk and Diamond and Silk. Diamond and Silk. Yeah. Yes, they have a whole organization around them that's for Trump. And they are there are black, black Americans for Trump. That's another organization as well. And there's the black Republicans. And all the black uh, clergy that are behind him as well. That they had a cow over. All kinds of clergy. He gets around, he gets around and does prayer circles all the time. I've seen numerous pictures of him doing prayer circles with different pastors. <clears throat> he prays, and he really does listen to God. In other words, open himself up to God's guidance, his his grace, so that he could understand. It, it can make better choices. Well, and that's why we read George Washington's prayer. Because George Washington said, I open myself up to you so that you can give me wisdom. That was in his prayer. Yeah. So was Solomon to David. And, you know, the other thing, I've never been so proud of my president and my first lady than I was today. They were, they were helping people with supply trucks. Oh, but don't forget now, she wore stilettos. She wore stiletto high heels. How come Levin doesn't know what a stiletto is? I have no idea. Does he live in, He really does live in a bunker or something? <laughs> uh, yeah, they made fun of her for that. Of course, she changed on the flight. When she got off, she was in sneakers. So they, they ended up eating a little crow for that one. So you know what she did today? Did it again. She put, her, put on high heels just because of the kerfuffle that was raised. Yep. There's a, there's a word you hadn't heard in a while. Well, that's a real word. Kerfuffle. Look it up. Yeah, like the other word. It's harder to look up the other one, kerfefe, because it's from a dead language. Yeah, but you had no problems finding it. And all your... I usually find whatever I want on the internet. And your tweeters, too. They changed their hashtag, some of them, to that, because they looked it up, too. You stupid CNN biatch. Hashtag to what? Oh, oh, you mean Cafefe? Yeah. Oh, people, they have their handles. Everybody changed their handles to Cafefe. Just like deplorable. There's still a bunch of deplorables running around from uh, from the election when we were all called deplorables. But conservatives are leaving Twitter and Facebook. It's uh, it's a small hemorrhage at the moment, but it's going to become a vast flood. They've the new the new 
social media between Google, Facebook, and Twitter. They are go they are pushing away anything conservative, anything that doesn't meet the left wing agenda. So there's no place for us there. There already isn't. You probably don't know this if you're on Twitter. Looks like everything's working okay, right? It's not. It they don't they don't block you up anymore so you know you're blocked. They just push down your nobody gets to see your tweets, that's all. See? You're you're doing the same thing all up. Nobody gets to see oh a small amount of people get to see it. I I looked at my uh, stats on Crowdfire over the divot, I don't know which. I have eleven thousand followers and I reach two people. How is that possible? It's it, it's literally impossible unless they're blocking me. Then that's what they're doing. And Facebook, there's no news feed. You guys can still use my Facebook page, but I, I can't. I can only see my own posts. Which is why I'm not as you know, interactive on the radio show sites as I'd like to be. But nobody's gonna hear me. Again, if you're a Twitter person, do a search for Gab, G A B dot A I. Free speech. You could be a lefty, a righty. It doesn't matter. Say whatever you want. I got people over there cursing every five seconds and and uh, talking crap about Jews and there's all kinds. So it's all free speech. So just go over, do what you want. If you don't like the free speech, you can always mute it, and then you won't see anything from that person again. But I rarely use that unless some troll just keeps ha- continuously hammering me. In which case, I'll just mute them. Because I, I'm sorry. When I when I get in a debate with you and I give you a link, I expect you to go to that link and read it. If your if your next tweet or post doesn't reflect the information that I gave you, and you insist on repeating yourself, we are through. And I will say we are through there. If you're not going to listen, if you're not interested in reading the information I give you to prove I'm right and you're wrong, then you can just stay wrong and go away. No, they come back and be bigger idiots, and so then I mute them. I'm not blocking, I'll just mute them. I don't like to do it. I like, like I say, I like free speech, but it's not. It's not about free speech when you're trying to have a debate and the person on the other side doesn't listen to a word you have to say or any information or proof or references that you give them. They just d- deny it. Yeah, the, the, the examiner now is uh, not a real, not a reliable news source. Did you know that? The examiner. Some idiot Facebook person who's supposedly conservative said that to me. That person is no conservative. Don't know what the heck they're talking about. The examiner is a reliable reference, and I gave him three. I only have so much patience, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't want to learn, go away. Because my my job in life is education. I need to educate every American in our founding doctrines, our founding, and what the republic is supposed to be, and how we are not in it. So that they can learn and teach other people, and et cetera, et cetera, so we can take our country back. Without knowledge, we can't, I don't care about a convention of states. I know, the, oh, Andrew Wilcox behind it too now. Oh, I don't give a crap. 
We're not living under the Constitution now. Why change it? The Constitution's not broke. We are. We don't know anything about our own founding history, our own founding documents, or what kind of government we're supposed to have. And we can't have the government the Constitution grants us. Ah, it was a test. It doesn't grant us squat. We grant the Constitution. But anyway, the power we put in there, it just doesn't off. It's supposed to be a baby government up there. A little itty-bitty baby government. Not the monster. But the only way, the reason we lost the Republic is because we, the people, were not educated. We were purposely miseducated and allowed all this nonsense to be done over the last hundred years. The Republic requires an educated populace, an engaged populace, to con- to enforce the Constitution upon the national government. And, of course, we do that by enforcing our local charters on a local towns and counties and all that. And then we're the state legislature. So, if it was working properly, the state legislature keeps the government in check. We keep the state legislature in check. That's how it's supposed to work. But we can't do that because the people we have in our state legislatures, most of them don't know crap about the Constitution or U.S. history at all. I got to get off this because I could be on it forever. Did you find it? Uh, you didn't look hard. Uh, <clears throat> will Hillary the Killery, Hitlery Rotten Clinton, the butcher of Benghazi, go to jail? All articles are from World da- Daily. Two Republican senators say they've reviewed evidence that indicates former FBI Director James P. Comey the Homie began drafting a statement to announce the closure of the Bureau's investigation into Hitlery Rotten Clinton's use of a private email server months before key witnesses, including the former Democrat presidential candidate, were interviewed. You would think WorldNet Daily would at least be smart enough not to call them democratic. There's nothing democratic about it. They're Democrats. Senator Charles E. Grassley and Senator Lindsey Homogram wrote to FBI Director Chris Ray asking for information related to Mr. Comey's announcement, saying we've reviewed partially redacted interview transcripts that indicate Mr. Comey was drafting a statement on the closure of the case months before the July 5th, 2016 announcement. In a departure from typical federal law enforcement protocol, Mr. Comey the homie announced that no criminal charges would be sought against Mrs. Clinton because, although she had been extremely careless in her handling of sensitive national security information, investigators could not prove that it was intentional. 
I didn't hear that press release. I had called that as a bold-faced lie in a minute. The stuff he was saying during his interviews uh, with, uh, with Congress, he didn't say that. You know, she just, he just kept answering the question. Was that true? He'd go, no. And then he'd say, blah, 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 blah. But he never said she was a liar. So every, he never said he was lying. Really? Every question they asked him, they said, was that true? And he said, no. I'm sorry. That's calling her a liar without just blatantly coming out and saying it. If what she said was not true, ipso facto, it must be a lie, correct? Don't tell me the indoctrination centers have screwed you up that much. I also saw a headline today that they, the DOJ has found no evidence of the Obama administration bugging or listening in on anything that has to do with Trump. What? The DOJ just released a report today. About what? That there's no evidence of Obama doing anything against Trump during the campaign. I don't even know. There's no such investigation, so why would you bring it up? Keckworks.com. I don't know where to go. You got changed places all the time. How do you spell Keck Works? K E K W O R K S. Okay. Like it sounds. <sighs> They're never going to get anything on her. They have everything on her. They're just not doing anything with it. They don't need to get anything on them. They're guilty as sin. I'm guilty of so many crimes. It's it's hard to see well, which ones to charge him with. All right, where was I? Uh, in a departure from typical federal law enforcement protocol, Mr. Comey Homie announced that no criminal charges would be sought against Ms. Clinton because, although she had been extremely careless in her handling of sensitive national security information, investigators could prove that it was intentional. I'm sorry, it's a bold play. How can you not prove it's intentional? She intentionally didn't use government servers. She intentionally didn't use approved devices. She intentionally destroyed said devices and information. I'm sorry, that right there is jail time. I don't have to go any further than that. She's go behind bars right now. Someone just has to prosecute. I found it. Yes. It says, the prototypes will be three, 30 feet long. This is the border wall. And up to 30 feet high. Don't talk in mouse voice when you read. Okay. So is that all you wanted to know? No, because the, I already knew that. Okay. Where are you? You're supposed to be in my page. I am. You're in right alerts. That's not my page. I know. I just got out of it to go on to the article that you had under you. Read more. It's a big article. You're like all the lefties out there. You read a sentence. For God's sakes, woman. But we already read all this. No, we did not. Okay. But forget it. See the picture? I do see It's worth a thousand words. All that stuff's not talked about in the other article. It is in here. Anyway, where was I... I, hey, look, if it's this much aggravation, I don't want it. I'm not in a good mood. I don't feel good. I'm miserable. It's hot. And just forget it. 
The transcripts cited by Republican lawmakers indicate that a draft statement about the conclusion of the investigation was being circulated among a select group of FBI officials as early as April 2016. The senator said that was before as many as 17 key witnesses were interviewed by the FBI. Mrs. Clinton, the butcher of Benghazi, was interviewed on July the 2nd. Conclusion first, fact-gathering second. That's no way to run an investigation. The senators wrote in a letter sent Thursday to Mr. Ray. The FBI should be held to a higher standard than that, especially in a matter of such great public interest and controversy. They came out and said, the people aren't interested in this information, in, in Hillary's emails. We the people yeah, we're, That's why they're not going, because we don't, we don't want, we don't care about that. You should have seen, uh, you should see social media light up to say the opposite. Yeah. Everybody's interested. In fact, they'd love to come to her execution. I th- look, half of these people are traitors. I'm sorry. No, you have no idea. Trey County has already hinted at the fact the reason he's not done anything is that this cancer is pervasive throughout the whole national government. And he's afraid to go after Just He's afraid he'll just bring down the whole government. Well, hey, Trey, you should know this. It's not for you to decide that. It's for we, the people, to decide. Be fearful, but tell the truth. Release all the information you have. Don't don't worry about how we're going to handle it. You just get with it, all right? Yeah, I'm no giant fan of Trey Gowdy. Again, I've been pissed because he hasn't done anything. Everybody knows Hitler's guilty. Hitler knows Hitler's guilty. How come Trey Gowdy doesn't know Hitler's guilty? Because he does, but he doesn't want to go there. I think I think Clinton's got something on him, too. What do you think of that? They got something on everybody now, thanks to Obama's. <laughs> We're going to go to break. Shut Cooperative Radio Show. You stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. <laughs> socialists. You will be assimilated. Your individual liberties, personal freedoms, and mental individuality will be added to our own. Resistance is futile. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-917-2194. 800-917-2194. 800-917-2194. 
That's 800-917-2194. If you are struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 800-215-6813, 800-215-6813, 800-215-6813, 800-215-6813. This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. What is term life insurance? It's basically a financial protection plan for your family if you pass away. It can be a hard purchase. Think about it. It's one of the few major purchases you can make that you will personally never use. But you've got to have it to protect your family. And you owe it to yourself to shop and compare to get the best possible rates. For term life insurance policies of $500,000 or more, call the term lifeline today at 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. See if you qualify for up to $1 million in coverage for as little as $3 a day. We'll gladly compare multiple carriers to get you the best possible rates. So call now. 800-430-1891. Sample rate cited requires qualifying medically in the preferred non-tobacco rate class. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-917-2194-800-917-2194-800-917-2194. That's 800-917-2194. Okay, and welcome back to the Uncooperative Radio Show, our half of two. How the heck did this happen? Would it's you a like puzzle. To, would you like me to fix it for you? Have fun. Okay. Turn that off first, though. Okay. That fan is cold. Not on me. It's because I ain't blowing on you. <clears throat> Where was I with this homie the Comey crap? This guy needs to go behind bars, in my opinion. Him, the Clintons, the Obaminuses, Valerie Jarrett, 
I'd like to all see him in prison. And I'd like to see McCain in a Looney Tune facility because I do believe that the cancer on his frontal lobe has caused him to have no judgment whatsoever. Why is he allowed to vote? He's a blithering idiot. He's been getting stupider by the year. Wonder when this started. Nut job. <clears throat> anyway, where was I? What the heck happened? I didn't read this. Alright, now I can't find my place because it must have moved. Okay. Um, I think it's the transfer cited by the Republicans. What? The transcript cited by the Republican lawmakers indicate. Did you do that? Oh, there you did. You did conclusion first, fact gathering second. You did that one. Yes. Okay. All right. But anyway, that's the way to run an investigation. The senators wrote in a letter sent Thursday to Mr. Ray. The FBI should be held to a higher standard than that, especially in a matter of such great public interest and controversy. That's when you stopped, because we were talking about The interview transcripts are from an investigation of the House of Special Counsel was conducting that looked into whether Mr. Comey's actions were a violation of the Hatch Act, which prohibits government employees from using their positions to influence an election. The 56 investigation... What? I think that one wrong somehow. The investigation was closed after President Trump fired Mr. Comey in May, but partially redacted transcripts of interviews with James Rybicki, Mr. Comey's chief of staff, and Trisha Anderson, the FBI's principal deputy general counsel of national security and cyber law, were turned over to Mr. Grassley after he requested the information. Well... This is just ridiculous. How much money is this costing us? And they don't do anything. How much have we already spent on this? And why is Mueller still... Now he's brought in another person that has an axe to grind with Trump. Somebody who spars with on Twitter often calling all kinds of dumb names like incompetent buffoon. Now, he brought him in. Mueller brought him in on it now. That's new. Yeah, that's just... Besides the other Democrats. Don't forget. He, Mueller, was interviewed by a Trump administration to replace FBI Director Comey the homie. He was turned down. That's a conflict of interest, don't you think? The AG that's has is sparring words all the time with Trump on the internet. Wow, this seems like another conflict of interest. All the people he brought in that were Democrat donors, initially. This is the most illegal investigative group ever put together. You have to recuse yourself if you've got a personal vendetta. They all have a personal axe to grind. They can't be impartial, and they're not going to be. They're there to bury whoever they can bury. Trust me on this. And right now, they're looking at Manafort as the weak link. They think if they can get him on something, and he'll roll on Trump. Roll about what? I'm still wondering what all these rolling is about. 
Everything they've said about him has never been proven true, ever. This investigation's been going on since last July, right? I I, I don't know. All I got to say, oh, it was April. They already decided in April that Hillary wasn't guilty. No reason to do that, but let's go kill, let's go kill Trump. No, there's no bias here, no conflict of interest whatsoever. It, no, no real judge would take any findings of these people whatsoever. you got to be kidding me. All right. Uh, the interview transcripts are from an investigation, uh, investigation the Office of Special Counsel was conducting that looked into whether Mr. Comey, the homie, actions were a violation of the Hatch Act. That's where it was left off. There it was. B, that's what it was. That was A. This is B. A federal judge ordered the FBI on Thursday to disclose more details about how it handled its investigation into Hitler Rotten Clinton's secret email account. U.S. District Judge James E. Bosberg said court papers describing the grand jury subpoenas the FBI obtained to compel information from Mrs. Clinton's Internet service providers can be made public. In doing so, he overruled objections by the Trump administration that had insisted making the information public would violate grand jury secrecy rules. After reviewing the documents in camera, the court concludes that it largely rehashes information already made public, thus obviating any need for secrecy, the judge said. Okay, so why are we bothering? Bothering to do what? There's a, that is not an... That's not a complete sentence. Why are we bothering to look at these if it was already made public? Look at what? This is what the judge is saying, that they have to release Hillary Clinton's information. You've just read it. Are you sure you understood that? Okay. Who was asking for it not to be let made public? The Trump administration, not Hillary. Right. Why is the Trump administration doing that? That was kind of in part of A. The first article. This is the same article. No, this is the second article. They're, they're all by oh, World Net Darling. No, you don't do lowercase a's and b's. Uh-uh. That is a subset. That's tell me B, A, B, all of the same Article A, B, C. Okay, I'm sorry. I confused. I should have just put from World Night Daily again. Um, you could have put Roman numeral two. You could tell all kinds of things, but no. Little case A, B is always a subset of whatever, depending on whether you're going to use Roman numerals or all alphabet. Okay, so they're all jumping on the FBI. And what is Jeff Sessions doing? What do you mean? He's uh, nothing. I, just, he's not a politician anymore. His job is not to come out and yeah, but isn't talk he, to you all the time. Isn't he over the FBI? The Department, he's of, Department Justice? of Justice. Yeah. He's the head of the Department of Justice, and he's doing his job. I'm sorry, he's not doing it the way everybody else wants him to do it. He knows how to do the job. It's his job. Let him do it. I don't understand people. Well, they're trying to go after Clinton. And the FBI is not cooperating. Right. He said that, but he said, it says right here, 
court papers describing the grand jury subpoenas the FBI obtained to compel information from Mrs. Clinton's internet service provider can be made public. Why? Why, why does he want it to be public? It, it's, uh, I'm sorry, but it, the grand jury sealed. It, the secrecy is inviolate. No judge can, no judge has a right to do anything with it. That's, it's an absolute. It's a done deal. Judge's discretion. Uh, so, but in so doing, he's violated the law. So I say we impeach the judge. See how said there are solutions to these problems. It's just so convoluted with everything, Brian. It's getting to the point where it's actually easy. Everybody's so dirty, you could just kill, you just fire them all. Throw them all behind bars. Put them in Gitmo. Take all of Congress. I don't care if the whole bureaucracy in D.C. is cancerous and is so worried about t- dismantling it. It'll be, it'll cause anarchy. It would not. It would be wonderful. The government would get out of our way. It'd be great. <clears throat> and again, I don't. I don't even understand really uh, what the judge's role is here. And again, the Trump Commission had insisted it would violate grand jury secrecy. See, it says right there, grand jury secrecy rules. And you agree? Of course, I agree. Even though it would get Hillary, this you don't have to leave let anything out in public to get Hillary. You won't. You don't want to damage her personal. Uh, she doesn't have a brand. She's the butcher of Benghazi. Uh, the only thing you want to do with her is indict her and put her behind bars. We the people don't need to know all the details of the secret grand jury. Just what they found. Either indict. We're going to trial, or don't indict, and we're not going to trial. I mean, that's how the system works. This judge, again, all these judges are political hacks, and they're all doing things for political reasons, and that should show you more than anything else, the whole federal judiciary is corrupt. All the way up to the Supreme Court, and Judge Gorsuch. What do you think of that? Has he written any opinion pieces lately about how the Supreme Court takes all these cases they have no jurisdiction to hear? Oh, no. That is as bad as the rest of them. Because he should, he knows better. Yeah, well, if he knows anything about the Constitution, he knows better. Well, all of them do, and that includes my favorite. I was going to say Clarence Thomas. I've had, I've hammered him for years over it. He, I lost, I have no, I've lost a lot of respect for him because he has never, ever came out and said we are not even supposed to be hearing these cases. It's true. Government never gives power back easily. Uh, two groups, Judicial Watch and Cause of Action Institute, have been prodding the government for more information about the Clinton emails, and they cheered the judge's ruling as a victory for transparency. This order makes public details submitted by the government about the FBI's efforts to recover then-Secretary Clinton's unlawful removed emails. Americans deserve to know the full scope of that investigation, said COA President. John J. Vecchion. Cause of action. Vecchion. He's the cause of action president. Mm. President of cause of action. But, okay, so now what the 
because the article is not saying it. What I'm getting from this is if this is released, then these people can bring lawsuits against her. Oh, that's or the F- that, no. This is for your stuff. Um, I, they don't have to. I don't know what they're going to do with the stuff until after they get them. And they're because you don't even know if you're going to get it. Sometimes they just blow you off and don't give it to you, and then you got to go to court. And this is why someone like I've tried for your address. What am I going to do when they turn me down? I don't have the money to take them to court. When did you do that? Oh, years ago. Oh. You you have to be you have to be able to threaten them with going to court, or they're not going to give you what they don't want to give you, and that's the bottom line. This is outrageous that everybody there's no other recourse at all in these United States except going to court. It, it's not the it's not the way it's supposed to be. I know it's the way it is. It's illegal, but it's the way it is. If the, everybody accepts it, so therefore the reality is true, even though. We all grew up in not in the Republic. Most, almost everybody right now alive hasn't lived under the Constitution of the United States of America. And we haven't since after the Civil War, and it, it just kept getting worse and worse and worse and worse and worse and worse and worse, worse every decade. Worse, 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 and so we until we're here. The Constitution doesn't cover this, ladies and gentlemen, because that is not the Constitutional Republic in D.C. You'd have to blow up most of D.C. to get back to the Constitutional Republic. Well, and that's... And, and no, that wasn't a failed threat to blow up anything. That was obviously just for effect. I know that we have to say this all the time. <laughs> Two disclaimers. Like when I say to throw water on Pelosi, it's just a, it's a joke. I have to do a disclaimer for that. Oh, we live in a horrible times, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry. And if you, you have to laugh, because if you don't laugh, you're going to cry. If you're going to get that quiet, you're going to have to sit up. Okay. You're way too far from the mic. Um. People are trying to hear you. Get close to the mic. If you're loud, lean back. But if you're going to talk softly in your mouse voice, and you want to lean forward. In my mouse voice? You do it when you read. Uh, when you talk to me, it's like, Bleh! and then you read, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> that's in your head. Oh, you just did it. Everybody heard it. <laughs> I said, stop talking to your little girl voice. You said mouse voice. Okay. And your mousy voice. <laughs> Push, Push a button. button. This is Jeff Carlisi from the band 38 special. On behalf of all my conservative rocker friends, I'd like to thank the brave members of our fine armed forces for putting their lives on the line every day to protect our liberty. Thank you. Okay, it's time for our military heroes. Now, before we go on, I have to say congratulations to a personal military hero that I know of. My girlfriend, Deb, that we do the Women of the Revolution show, just became a grandmother for the third time. Her, both of her, her daughter is a, a master sergeant and her son-in-law is retired military. And they just had their third child yesterday. He's not retired, he's disabled. Both. They retired him and because he was disabled. Well, you get disability retirement is what you get. You're right. But now they're fighting that. Because he got kicked off of it because of paper snafu. There's always Paperwork. a snafu. There's a reason these terms exist. Snafu, situation normal, all effed up. 
So Bohica, bend over. Here it comes again. <laughs> Hurry up and wait. There's a whole bunch of military things. Is that really? Oh yeah. <laughs> but anyway, congratulations to their little family. Um, she's still serving, and she's a dog trainer. She trains the sniffer dogs, and they had a little boy. Yeah, that's what they're called, sniffer dogs. Sniffer dogs. That's what I call them, sniffer dogs. But yeah, so hooray, another white heterosexual little baby boy male was born. That just means he's going to be discriminated against his whole life. You know what? That I never even thought about that, but that's what we're bringing into this world. That's what these kids have to look forward to. Yep. Fix it. I tell you how to fix it every day on this show. Well, tell All me. you got to do is do it. It's a, look, it's up to the people. And you call for a convention of states all you want. Will not fix it. Darn thing. It's going to make everything worse. You will you will compound the stupidity. No. How about we get back to living under the Constitution and then decide what needs to be changed? You'll pretty much say nothing. Except for the 16th and 17th Amendments. They're going to go. We don't, we don't have to wait for that. But that's the only narrow scope convention of states I would allow. And uh, that doesn't mean they could do whatever they want. If the state legislature isn't of the right mindset, does not understand the Constitution, they won't be able to rein in the delegates. Oh, I know. Mark Levin says it's impossible to have a runaway convention. I keep pointing out the Philadelphia Convention of 1787 was formed not to create a new government, but to fix the Articles of Confederation. That was their scope. That's it. They ended up making a whole new government. Explain to me how that wasn't runaway. That wasn't the original job they were said to do. They went further. So how are you going to control the delegates today? Back then, they were at least men of integrity. <laughs> integrity, that's a lost word. And intelligence. And well-read. And educated. The, what I wanted to ask you, yeah, your plan, I want you to say one more time. I, you have to say it each show. But I'm you so told me the other... Just, just make a recording of it, please. The, but you said the other night that at this point you didn't even think your plan was going to make it. I said I don't know if there's enough time. But I never knew if there was enough time. And we'll never know if there's enough time. But you don't make plans on there might not be enough time. You just push ahead with the plan and hope you get it done. That's all you can do. And again... Every step of the way, there's a it's a non it's a non losing situation. Every every step you take where you succeed, you have made your fellow uh, county residents, town residents, city residents, whatever, better. It will be better. You might not get all the way there in your state. Other states might get there might get there a lot quicker than others. But it doesn't matter if you make it all the way. If you follow the plan, you'll benefit from every success. Wow, I got to go to a break. Check Quap Radio Show. You stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. You live here? Yes. Well, maybe you know what a zombie is. When a person dies and is buried, it seems a certain voodoo priest who who have the power to bring him back to life. Oh, horrible. It's worse than horrible because a zombie has no will of his own. You see them sometimes, walking around blindly with dead eyes, following orders, not knowing what they do, not caring. You mean like Democrats? Operation Homefront operates programs with the goal of making a difference in military family quality of life. 
They serve younger families of deployed service members, typically in the ranks of E1 through E6 in all branches of the armed forces. Operation Homefront provides a wide range of programs and is dedicated to helping the families our troops leave behind. For more information, please visit their website at operationhomefront.net. Okay, we have a little humor for you called You Might Be a Liberal. If you think Durka Durka Murtha Jihad is your hero, you might be a liberal. If you sit around all day thinking about ways of getting rid of President George W. Bush, you might be a liberal. If your children are channel surfing on the television and they come across the Fox News channel and suddenly stand up and yell, Heil Hitler! Uh, you might be a liberal. If you think Rush Limbaugh is the Antichrist, you might be a liberal. If you think the United Nations should rule the world, you might be a liberal. If you feel that Bill Clinton was the best president in the history of the United States of America, you might be a liberal. If you vote for a candidate because they are good-looking, you might be liberal. If you think Nancy Pelosi is brilliant, you might be liberal. If you base your life on the slogan, if it feels good, do it, you might be liberal. If you're waiting for your topia to begin, you might be a liberal. If you believe there is no right or wrong, but it's a personal decision, man, you might be a liberal. And lastly, if you name your children Moon Unit, Apple, or Seven, you might be a liberal. President Trump called me and informed me he was firing Director Comey. I told the President, Mr. President, with all due respect, you are making a big mistake. Senator Harry from Nevada says Comey broke the law. One Democratic lawmaker is calling on Comey to resign. The FBI director, okay, you violated these two protocols. That kind of an ambiguity bomb this close to election was a terrible lapse in judgment. I agree with Eric Holder. I think here, um, Director Comey made a great mistake. I call it an October betrayal of long-standing FBI protocol. Sitting FBI director has abused his power. Was acting in concert and coordination with the House Republicans. End of story. I think that uh, Comey acted in an outrageous way. Should he step down? I think he should take a hard look at uh, what he has done. Uh, and I think it would not be a bad thing for the American people. Do you believe that uh, Jim Comey should resign, Senator Reid? Of course. The answer is that he resigns by midnight tonight. All I can tell you is the FBI director has no credibility. Do you know a soldier in need of an angel? Would you like to be an angel to a soldier in need? Then you should visit www.soldiersangels.org. 
Since 2003, Soldiers Angels has supported thousands of American service members stationed wherever we raise our country's flag, and the number is growing daily. They also work with our wounded soldiers, giving them backpacks filled with needed items, personal visits, phone calls, etc. Additionally, they send our thanks via letters and email to the military of Great Britain, Poland, and Australia, who serve by our soldiers' side in Iraq. Soldiers' Angels are dedicated to ensuring that our military know they are loved and supported during and after their deployment into harm's way. So sign up to be an angel today, or send an angel to a soldier in need. Visit www.soldiersangels.org. This has been a public service announcement from the Uncooperative Radio Show. Back to the Uncooperative Radio Show, Hour 3, already, you can tell it's cooling off, I'm starting to sing, and my diaphragm has no energy. <laughs> I know it. Oh no, this kind of heat just saps it out of you. Doesn't it do that to you? Yes. Oh, really? Got no energy. All right. Time for our military heroes <clears throat> from CNSnews.com. In a candid exchange with reporters on Thursday, the commanding general of coalition forces in Iraq expressed appreciation for President Donald Trump's approach to the military. Instead of micromanaging events on the battlefield, Trump leaves the decision-making to leaders in the field. A reporter asked Army Lieutenant General Stephen Townsend, how this decentralization has helped in your campaign to defeat ISIS. Townsend replied, I will say that the current administration has pushed decision-making down into the military chain of command, and I don't know of a commander in our armed forces that doesn't appreciate that. I'll, I'll prefer... Not to go into specific examples. I will say that probably a key result of that is that we don't get second-guessed a lot. Our judgment here on the battlefield in the forward areas is trusted. And we don't get 20 questions with every action that happens on the battlefield and every action that we take. And again, again, that's called micromanaging. You don't do that. And again, I think every commander that I know of appreciates being given that authority and responsibility. And then the trust in backing to implement that. So that's what I'll say. In response to another similar question, Townsend said he believes both the Obamanists and Trump administrations are all in on defeating ISIS. But he said the Trump administration has empowered the chain of command to make more decisions on their own and has then given top cover to the chains of command, I think, for the decisions that are being made. And I think that's important. And that has, just that alone, has effects that reverberate throughout a military organization when they feel like they've been given the authority and the trust to act and act aggressively. 
Then commanders aren't constantly calling back to higher headquarters, asking for permission. But they're free to act. And I think that's probably very empowering for any commander in our armed forces. Former Defense Secretaries Robert Gates and Leon Panetta both ex complained about the Obamanist administration's micromanagement of the military. And that's all the difference in the world, ladies and gentlemen. You have no idea. Bush is guilty of it as well. GW, rules of engagements, I was on top of them all the time. Uh, nonsense, I said. Nonsense. Unshackle my military. Look, it's sort of like my martial arts training. What I had to learn how to do was keep the technician on a leash until it was appropriate to let the technician off the leash. And then you act extremely, with extreme prejudice, let's put it that way. Uh, no holes barred. And that's what's required to win a fight. If you think, you lose. I'm telling you, trust me on this, if you think, you'll get the crap beat out of you. You have to react, not think. All right, from Defense Tech. The U.S. Air Force's covert X-37B orbital test vehicle is scheduled to launch September 7th. For the first time, the experimental space plane will hitch a ride aboard Elon Musk's SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket, the service announced Thursday. Mark, marking the fifth mission for the X-37B, the OTV, will also be launched into and landed from a higher inclination orbit than prior missions to further expand the X-37B's orbital envelope, the Air Force said in release. The Air Force Rapid Capabilities Office, which is responsible for the X-37B's experimental operations, has been working to advance the aircraft's performance and flexibility as a space technology demonstrator and host platform for experimental payloads. The release date. Okay, I have I read this whole article, I reread it. I have no idea what this means. What? There's a whole lot of information here. Well, what is a o OTV? I don't know. And they didn't explain it. Marking the fifth mission for the X-37B, the OTV will also be launched. Uh, to, must have said it earlier. I must have forgot. No. They don't usually oh, use... Oh, it's an orbital test vehicle? Is yeah, that what they're saying? Yeah, there you go. Okay, so why are they doing this? Because space is exciting. And SpaceX is going to make money off space. And they want to mine the moon. And all kinds of things are going on. Right, but the Air Force is doing this. The the Air Force, all right, no, this is a private organization, Derek. But the Air, but they're doing it for the Air Force. Okay. The yeah, the Air Force can't. They don't build their own stuff. Well, I understand that, but see, I was confused because it's also unconstitutional. The Navy is just falling apart, and was pouring who says in the money Navy's to... falling apart? Honey, no, trust me, the Air Force has been falling apart forever. The Air Force is constantly. Underfunded, uh, more than any other branch of service. Well, that's why we say we should get rid because of all it's that. the most technical. 
<clears throat> well, we don't have to get rid of all that. We just have to get rid of the Air Force. It's unconstitutional. We can fold it. We can fold it into the Navy, or we could give their duties over to the Air National Guard and the Air Reserves instead of having a standing Air Force. Have the part-time people. Uh, Cover the airspace in America. That's what it was supposed to do. Not cover the airspace of the globe. But anyway, we don't need bases everywhere. Again, we'd put the money into the Navy. So we'd beef up the Navy. We'd increase the number of fleets. Increase the technology. Increase its effectiveness. It could, They have everything they need to fight any kind of war there is. And by the way, just so you know, the Enterprise, uh, you know, Starship Enterprise, that was the Navy. In the outer space. Navy. See, Navy, 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 Navy. Army, standing army, unconstitutional. Air Force, completely unconstitutional. Sorry, you didn't amend the Constitution. If you want an Air Force, amend it. I, su- I suggest you don't. We'd be better served. It would cost us all so much money. It would be such a big deal if we just covered our darn airspace here with the reserves and the National Guard, Air National Guard, and then let the Navy do everything else. By the way, you do realize that the Guard is never supposed to leave the United States of America, right? That's all. They're here to protect the United States of America against invasion and put down insurgency. It's They're not to be used for foreign wars. You need to fight a foreign war, you raise an army. But again, we don't need to. We have the Navy. The Navy has planes, missiles, bombs. The Marines, the Navy SEALs. Submarines, tight missiles, everything is in the Navy. We do not need the Air Force. We do not want a standing army. The greatest threat to individual liberty is a standing army. That's straight out of the founding fathers' mouths. Well, the other thing that you're talking about was that one thing. At least Gene Roddenberry got it right. I mean, he was a big prog, but I mean, at least he got said that that was going to be the Navy, the the fleet. Yeah, I know. And, and me, like when I was a kid and stuff, why wouldn't this be the Air Force? NASA's Air Force. No, it isn't. NASA's government agency. But when I was a kid, they hired from the Air Force. In other words, the, the early space um, astronauts, they were test pilots from the Air Force. They're the guys that push the planes to the limits till they break apart and they have to parachute out kind of people. That's what you told. That's what you call getting the best for the job. Unlike getting that woman that got the job because she has female body parts, and then went lost her mind and traveled across the country in diapers with someone to, to kidnap somebody. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, <laughs> tell me how she got through the through the mental examination. Yeah, how did exactly. she pass it? She shouldn't have passed her psych at all, and I bet she didn't. But she's a woman. She was the first woman pilot. We can't. We're the first woman space. We can't do this. We we can't take her off. The world is watching. They were so afraid of being called sexist, and also, of course, the government was putting pressure on them to see to it that she succeeded, because that was their agenda. Not really the space flight. It was her, and so they overlooked her psychological problems. How'd that work out? Not she never very, got to go into space, I'll tell you that. Not very well. The first one got blown up, and the second one blew up on well, her own. No. Um, Sally, Sally Ride. Ride. She didn't get blown up. Yes, she did. No, she didn't. 
Pretty sure she did. I oh, guess I'll just, have to look it up. Just look it up. Here. Someone got blown up. <laughs> Don't you remember the shuttle blowing up? I do, and I was really upset. And there was a female astronaut on it. I was really, I cried. I really did. I've been watching things blow up since I was a kid. Yeah, but you don't you don't take things the way normal people do. I've been exposed to more things than normal people. All right. So you're sitting there listening to this right now on a recording, and you go, I want to listen to them live because, I don't know, I like things going wrong. So where can I listen to them live? Well, you can listen, download and listen to all our shows for free at uncooperativeradio.com. If you want to hear us live, you go to uncooperativeradio.com, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, Friday and Saturday nights. We're on our summer schedule because if I did it any earlier today, I don't think I would have done a show. It's just too hot. Uh, so anyway, winter, that's switches around and we'll see. You can also hear us on iHeart, iTunes, TalkShoe, Podbean, Blueberry, Yabba-Dabba-Doo, TalkedIn, LinkedIn, Volumes Up, um, all kinds of places. We have a Facebook page, but it's locked up. I can't see anything you put there. Everybody else, you guys can interact. And you can see my stuff, but I can't see your stuff. No, she stopped working for NASA in 1987. She started teaching at the University of California. Oh, yeah, no, that wasn't her. No, but they made a song about her. But there was someone that blew up. She died in t- 2012. From what? It doesn't say from what. It just says that she died on t- July 23rd, 2012. Susan, speak up. She died on July 23rd, 2012. Okay. Five years ago. Yeah. She what? She helped especially girls study science and mathematics. Who was the one who blew up? She's the only name I remember. Right. I don't remember the other one. You can look at I know. Up. Don't stare at me. <laughs> I'm just like, why am I looking? I'm looking like everything up. Yeah, just keep looking up. That's your job. So if you're on Facebook, go join the Facebook page just to stick it in Facebook. Uh, <clears throat> if you want my personal account, for some reason, that's still working. Brian Bonner 90 We have a Twitter account. It's not in jail, but it's it's diminished. But we can still talk amongst each other, and there's a lot of things going on there. And so if you're a Twitter person, please go join uh, join the page. At the, just do a search for Uncooperative Radio. Be the place. We are rebroadcast on RedStateTalkRadio.com, which has two channels of streaming conservative talk radio 24-7. We're on the Encore channel Saturday and Sunday nights, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, also through them, you can hear us on TuneIn, TalkStream Live, the Roku, Alexa, which is pre-programmed, by the way. While you're over there, you might want to check out the list, free listener lines. If you don't have enough data or you don't have the internet for whatever reason, all you have to do is call. It's a regular phone call and you can listen to the whole show for free. You can't interact, but you can listen. Now, they have a second number. That's for call-ins. So they have a call number if you want to interact, and then they have a listener line if you just want to listen. It's pretty pretty handy, I think. While you're there, check out the Red State Talk Radio newsletter. It's high quality, good people doing it. Give it a shot. It's free. You don't like it, unsubscribe. We don't pay attention. 
Also, you hear some commercials that are paid on the on the show. We keep it to bare minimum, but they're here because we need to eat like everybody else. We do not get paid to air them. We only get paid when someone calls the number in the ad. So please, if you're interested at all, do not find it on your own. Write down the number from the ad so we can get paid. The ad company get paid. Otherwise, we get nothing. So please jot down those phone numbers. You have no obligation to buy anything. Our only obligation is to get you there. It's their job to sell it to you. So don't feel bad if you, know, you call in. You don't want, you don't want the product. You don't want the product. Don't worry about it. I get paid anyway. Anyway. Okay, so the um, space shuttle what blew up in 2003, which I didn't even remember this, and we were still reeling for the attacks of September 11, 2001, and two years later, it blew up. Yep. I forgot all about Who that. Who was the crew? The crew was Rick Husband, Michael Anderson, David Brown. Speak up, you're doing the mouse voice. No, I'm not. David Brown, Carl Pena Chawa. <laughs> I don't even know how to say that. Laurel Clark, William McCool, and Raymond. I don't know why they said it like that. Where's the female? I guess maybe Laurel. Because that's Laurel's. The... Yeah, Laurel's a female okay. there. Laurel Cause, Clark. Because some of these names are tricky, right? Some of these. We can never that, tell yeah. anymore. But, well, progs, they start naming their kids. Non-gender, opposite gender specific. And I wonder why the kids are all confused. People, be careful what you name your children. They might grow up into the name. I've witnessed it far too much. It's a fact. Some kids turn into their name. Uh, so stick to biblical ones, maybe. They're safe. Well, they have been increasing. Biblical names have been increasing in the past decade. If I had to name a kid, uh, a boy today, I'd name it Elijah. Well, the because the short of that is Eli. My my girlfriend, they named their new baby a biblical name. I know. Yay! I wasn't named a biblical name. Yes, you were. Oh no! Irish name, right? Celtic names. Those are good names too. But they're not biblical. No. Yeah, don't name the moon unit. Apple or seven? We did that today. Yeah, I know. Just a regular name. All right. And don't give your little girls stripper names. Again, because they might end up strippers. It's hard to take someone seriously about the name is Candy or, or uh, Sapphire or, I don't know. What are stupid names they have? All right. Um, where were we anyway? We got far afield here somewhere. The marking the fifth mission for the X-37B... Um, oh, I did that right. We were looking back. I see. Uh, okay. <clears throat> While the payloads and most activities of the robotic X-37B are classified, the Air Force said this mission will carry the Air Force Research Laboratory Advanced Structurally Embedded Thermal Spreader payload to test experimental electronics and oscill <laughs> oscillating heat pipe technologies in the long-duration space environment. Yeah, I know that was something. Everything in in the military, in Air Force, is like, everything's got a giant name. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I studied avionics, but that wasn't the title. I was an avionic navigation system specialist. 
anyway, uh, well, that's got to be interesting. You see, if I had known we were doing this article, I would I would have branched off. I would have wanted to know more about this advanced structurally embedded thermal spreader and uh, oscillating heat pipe technology. Sounds interesting. You have pen and paper, write it down and look it up if you don't know what it is. And I imagine most of you don't. I don't. All right. This is from the Ass Oatshaded Press. Uh, didn't she say all were from World Net Daily and no? C is from the Associated Press. I get confused sometimes. Were some C Defense Secretary Jim Mattis distancing himself from President Donald Trump on North Korea and other big issues, Mattis sees someone's rather rich imagination at work creating a conflict where he insists none exists. I've seen this now for months, Mattis said referring to reports that he is at odds with the Commander-in-Chief. <clears throat> in an impromptu exchange, the reporters at the Pentagon on Thursday, Mattis was asked about interpretations of comments he made Wednesday after Trump tweeted that talking to North Korea is not the answer. Shortly after the tweet, a reporter asked Mattis whether the U.S. was out of diplomatic solutions. He replied, no, we're never out of diplomatic solutions. Some viewed this as contradicting or even defying Trump. Mattis isn't against Trump, McMaster is. It was widely misinterpreted, Mattis said. He said he agreed with Trump that the U.S. should not be talking to North Korea now after it fired a ballistic missile over Japanese territory, which Mattis called a reckless, provocative act. There remain diplomatic avenues to pursue in the interest of avoiding war, including additional economic sanctions, Madison. There is no contradiction at all there, he said. No disagreement with the president. He was clearly annoyed by the persistent efforts of rifts, or at least differences in views with Trump. Right now, if I say six and the president says half a dozen, they're going to say I disagree with them, he said. In fact, Mattis himself has acknowledged differences with Trump, and he noted two of those Thursday. He recalled that when Trump interviewed him for the Pentagon job after the election, they disagreed on the value of NATO and the utility of torturing terror suspects in both cases. Mattis seemed to persuade Trump to change his view. Excuse me. Oh. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> this is not a man who is immune to being persuaded if he thinks you've got an argument, he said. Early in his tenure at the Pentagon, following assertions by Trump that journalists are the enemy of the American people, Mattis said he does not view reporters as adversaries and sees value in the skeptical view they offer. Boy, talk about political correctness run amok. Come on, Mattis, tell the truth. Reporters are nothing but slime. More recently, Mattis and Secretary of State Rex Tillerson have made remarks seen by some as rebuffing Trump. Mattis, for example, was seen as splitting with the president during remarks to American troops while visiting Jordan last week. He told the troops 
to hold the line until the rest of the country gets back to treating each other with civility. Some interpreted the remarks as a critique of Trump's leadership following recent violence in Charlottesville, Virginia, again set up by Terry McAuliffe, a longtime Democrat operative and campaign uh, manager for the Clintons. He's a Clintonista. And now Governor of Virginia stole the election by bussing people in to vote. Oh, that's all been documented. Well, my girlfriend, Deb, she lives in Virginia, and she witnessed it. She actually called the election. Oh, no, that's fake news, Susan. That's fake news. Stop doing fake news. I'm going to start turkey like a oriental. Oh, fake news. (laughs) Like a flyaway paper. (laughs) I know. What a racist bastard. But the point is, yeah, she did, and she called the election board, and they just blew her off. Why didn't you close these windows so it's quiet? Because I'm hot back Are you here. really? Yeah. you got thicker stuff on than I do. But anyway. Um, but she witnessed it. You said it. I got it. Yeah, she did. And they again, they don't do anything for Democrats. And, I, and a friend from New York called me and told me that he witnessed during an election some people that couldn't, you were obviously illegal aliens. They couldn't speak English at all. And they had someone come over to them and speak in Spanish with them and get the thing. And then they helped them in the booth to vote. And the whole nine yards, and nobody asked for any proof of uh, that being a citizen or even being registered. And when he brought it up to the people, you know, the elected people that sit behind the, the table. The poll people? Yeah. They said they're not allowed to ask. They're not allowed to ask if they're a citizen. Can you believe that? Unfortunately, I can. It's disgusting. Well, that was, geez. Years ago. Probably 17 years ago. Yeah. Some close, close 17. Fifteen years ago. Yep. Huh. Anyway, before you continue. All right, we're going to go to break. It's the Uncooperative Radio Show. You stay tuned, because we'll be right back. Coming soon, John McCain and Lindsey Graham. Star in the tender sequel to Brokeback Mountain, Return to Saddlesore Canyon. You know, Lindsay, you spend a few days out on the campaign trail, away from all the other Republicans, with nothing but your horse, the press, and a few thousand sheep to lead. Well, it makes a man think different, feel different. You know what I mean? You want another back rub? Sure. Then we'll make s'mores. If you're struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 800-215-6813, 800-215-6813, 800-215-6813, This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. 
At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-917-2194. That's 800-917-2194. What is term life insurance? It's basically a financial protection plan for your family if you pass away. It can be a hard purchase. Think about it. It's one of the few major purchases you can make that you will personally never use. But you've got to have it to protect your family. And you owe it to yourself to shop and compare to get the best possible rates. For term life insurance policies of $500,000 or more, call the term lifeline today at 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. See if you qualify for up to $1 million in coverage for as little as $3 a day. We'll gladly compare multiple carriers to get you the best possible rates. So call now. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. Sample rate cited requires qualifying medically in the preferred non-tobacco rate class. Back to the Uncooperative Radio Show, hour half of three. Back to McMattis. McMattis, what, what am I turning him into a sandwich? Well, he's out of everyone. He's still one of the good guys. The, wait till I'm done reading. He told the troops to hold the line until the rest of the country gets back to treating each other with civility. I know I said that already. It's important. Some interpreted the remarks as a critique of Trump's leadership following recent violence in Charlottesville, Virginia, which, of course, was orchestrated by the governor and the mayor of Charlottesville. Mattis said he was simply striking a theme of unity that Trump himself had voiced just hours earlier in his speech in Afghanistan. Trump had urged Americans to follow the example of members of the military in whom we can find the inspiration our country needs to unify, to heal, and to remain one nation under God. He's got to stop that God stuff. He's really upsetting. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I, I hope they spontaneously combust. The men and women of our military operate as one team, with one shared mission and one shared sense of purpose. Mattis said this was the message he was trying to echo in his off-the-cuff remarks in Jordan, which were recorded by someone in his audience and uploaded to the Internet. 
I literally can take the president's themes and use them, and I'm still seen as at odds with the president, he said. I think this is more someone's rather rich imagination. Welcome to the the black the the enemies that are supposed to be the friends of the American people called journalists. They're not in it for us. They're they're not even American citizens. You know, they're journalists. They're citizens of the world. I've heard them say it over and over and over again. They have, they. They want America brought down. They want a globalist uh, government. That's what they want. And a socialist, globalist government. Because they think they're going to come out on top. A lot of them are. A lot of them, these older people in politics, they've all got their spot at the table. It's already been earned. Okay, and that's what they think in Venezuela, too. How's that going for them? No, the people at, no, the people at the table in Venezuela are doing just fine. You gotta be kidding me. The government officials, the party members, they've got everything they want. Food, alcohol, clothes, medic best medical care in the world. It's always that way in communist country. You end up with the military and the government having everything and the people having squat. That's how it works. Look go ahead, look through history. Pick a country that went communist. Go ahead. So they there's never been communism in our lifetime. There was communism in this country with the pilgrims. There was communists in the country with Jamestown. Both of them failed miserably, and it lasted one winter until it was totally thrown away and private property ownership went back as the norm. Because when people work their own property, they tend to work it harder than if, yeah, everybody gets the same no matter how hard you work. And I'm going to tell you right now, history proves itself, and you can go more cases in history, European history. I'm just talking the founding of our country. They tried it twice. It failed both times miserably. 50% of the population died the first winter for the Pilgrims and Jamestown. And their solution was always the same. Back to private property rights. And then they flourished. It's amazing. It's human nature. You're not going to work harder than that guy over there if you're going to get the same thing that guy over there is getting. And so... They didn't produce, and they didn't have enough food. You know you say this every show. It's It re- It bears repeating. Of course it does, over and over and over again, because nobody's ever heard of it before. Well, and the same thing goes for the... Um, it's like, oh, we haven't given communism a chance. Are you for, Are you nuts? Well, and it's just the same as uh, the uh, unions. It's the same mentality. That's collectivism. It's the same thing. You could just boil it down to collectivism. Unions the same way. That's why most union jobs take ten times longer than it would would take if it was non-union, and ten times more expensive too than if non-union. Again, if I work hard and I can go to my employer and say, "I want to raise because I've been producing for you. I've produced three times as much as that guy over there. I know he's been here longer than me." But I'm doing three times his work, and he's making twice as much money as I am. I want a raise. I've done this. I've been in the union, hated it. Been on my own, loved it. Look, your employer, they say go pound sand. I, I had two employers say that to me. They, I just went out and got another job. Paying me more money, the money I wanted. Actually, every time I got a new job, I got more money than I was asking in a raise. 
Again, he was a penny pitcher. He lost somebody that I was doing way above what I was hired to do. I I was just supposed to be a test technician. I was build I was working with the engineer to build systems from scrap. I had to do everything from building the circuitry to electronic drafting to mechanical drafting for the case and, and all that stuff, you know, switches and lights and you know, you have to build the whole thing. Well, yeah, but the drafting department was too busy, so I had to learn how to draft to get this done because we you know, we need to get this done fast. We can't wait a week. So I learned how to do it. I just asked the, I went to the guy in the drafting department. So, look, I have to do this. I don't know how to do this. How do I do this? He says, oh, it's simple. It's just, you, know, you just, take, just take a ruler and measure everything out, and you mark the dimensions. And he showed me the basics of doing it, and I picked it up and ran with it. And I did all the mechanical drafting for our, for our units that we built. I did all the electronic drafting, which would be circuit, you know, that stuff you look at. It's like schematics. Yeah, I had to do that, too. That tedious. Plus, I had to build it and then test it. And he promised me a raise, and he's, he wouldn't give it to me because, get this, I was five minutes late three times in six months. I was like, yeah, but all the rest of the times I was here half hour, 15, half hour early, and I went right to work. He didn't pay me for that. Well, it's your job to show up on time. I'm not going to, you know, you don't have to work. You just sit around and wait to punch a clock. I'm like, oh, great. This is, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to say this once. I get the razor. I'm going to get, I'm gone. I had already lined up another job before I asked him. I'm not an idiot. I never dreamed he would meet their, their offer to me. Cause I was doing, he should have been paying me like 15, $20 an hour for what I was doing. Again, there's always going to be stupid employers. I call them. Pennywise, dollar stupid. But in a free market, see, I just sell pound sand. I'm leaving, and I go someplace else. They lost me. They lost money. Good luck finding someone to replace me. I was, I, I have a very high aptitude for technology. So I mean, I just ran, I just you know ran with it. But you try to teach a regular technician how to do what I did. Uh, you're going to have to send him off to school somewhere. No, I bought a book and taught myself. I don't know why I'm talking about so much about myself. <clears throat> Actually, I should be putting out my bona fides markers. People probably go, well, how do you know this and how do you know that? It's because I've, instead of going to college, I did go to college for a little while. So I thought it was stupid. I learned at the school, what we call the back of the day, School of Hard Knocks. I went out there, I went to work, I supported myself, I got, you know, lived on my own as a teenager, and I did a lot of different jobs. I, I, everything I, if I just felt interested, I'd go apply for a job, usually get it. And so I have a vast experience in the job market from all levels including digging ditches for a living yes i did i did those oh i did uh, landscaping too that job only only illegal aliens can do <laughs> yeah 17 hours behind a lawnmower Ugh. 
Yeah, tell me, I don't think you could get a Mexican to go 17 hours behind a lawnmower. What? I've worked with them. I don't get all these politicians tell me how hard working. I've never seen one work hard. Ever. I worked circles around them. And there weren't even that many of them back then. Trust me, they're here taking the jobs Americans want. And yes. even Zuckerberg, uh, his little, uh, like, I forget what they, foundation, they said that getting rid of DACA, the Dreamers, would open up 700,000 jobs for citizens. Someone tell me why we wouldn't want to open up 700,000 jobs for citizens. I don't know. I keep hearing politicians say, you're lazy. You won't do it. I guess. I don't know. I didn't understand lazy. Lazy wasn't in our vocabulary growing up. It just, you just you worked. You worked hard. You worked as hard as you can. And that's what you did. No matter what you were doing. Whether it was studying in school or digging a ditch or planting a garden, etc. You get the idea. Or playing. It's called a work ethic. We were taught a work ethic when we grew up. That's not that. These kids know nothing about hard work. They're and, and since they're they're like little, they're like heads with no body. And so when they first try to exert themselves, it's going to feel overwhelming to them. <laughs> Sorry, but we had you know boys always played sports. I played up. sports with right. the boys in the neighborhood. I know, but so. You have an advantage. You're physically fit as a kid all the way through high school and every day. And then you go out and hit the work market. Now, if you've never done any physical labor a day in your life or any exercise, and you have to go, you find yourself not able to get a, an intellectual job, but have to take a physical job. That body curve is hard. I'll tell you right now, because you're going to hurt and you're going to have to push through the hurt. You've never done it before. And most of them will probably quit. And give up. Because giving up is easy. Besides, their parents will take care of them. Or all they like, live in college. Like, they try and do that, by the way. We remember we did that. Yeah, start. we did that. Too. Yeah, we did. That, <laughs> every attempt to stay in college as long as possible on the government dole, which means our money, living off it completely, everything covered. Not, <laughs> no job ever. And they take stupid classes that you you could skate through. You know, all the humanity bull, bull crap. It's easy. It's stupid. That's those are the ones they take. So they come out with a, I am a Bachelor of Humanities. What the heck does that mean exactly? I never understood that. Humanities was just the government padding their bill with stuff you don't need to know. If you want to study art, do it on your own. Do it on your own. You want to study music, do it on your own. You don't need to do that. It shouldn't be a requirement in college that you take all these poofy courses. It costs money and time. I want my degree and I want to get to work and I want to make money. See, they don't understand that. Because the the people in those universities and stuff are all left-wing moronic people. They can't understand the desire to get out there and hit the ground running, make money, put money away. Get my get me in a decent vehicle, etc. Whatever. Out of the kids nowadays, we've we've really screwed them to no end. It's our fault. I am sorry. I I got a little touchy when someone blamed me for 
cashing out and spending all the money on myself, baby boomers, rather than giving to, rather than, I don't know what they, they were trying to make the point, really. I was like, I'm sorry. You're, now, I, I just said, it's our fault that we allowed these indoctrination centers to do it to them. And that's true. But I don't like the broad brushing. Oh, we just, we did, we left them hanging because we didn't do what we were supposed to do as citizens. We bust, I don't know about anybody else, I busted my backside for decades. And I don't need no punk who could never dug a hole in his life telling me that I'm the reason he's stupid enough to get a college degree he can't get a job with. That sounds like a personal decision, man. All right. I was put, I, I, I just had to get that off my chest. And this is stupid. Anyway, sorry. Uh, <clears throat> stars uh, who were fired from TV shows. From Fox News. Which, yes, is also fake news. In a Hollywood minute, you can go from star of a hit show to unemployed. That was the case for several actors who got booted from successful television series. Here's a list of seven stars who got fired from their TV shows. I don't know why she wants to do it. <laughs> need to lighten it up a bit. One, Aaron Hayes, the Kevin Can Wait star, was caught off guard when it was announced her character would die and be replaced by Kevin James' former TV wife, Leigh Remini. How did she... I'm sorry, she, she used to be a conservative, and she did that in the middle... That was disgusting. No, 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 no. That's not her. Kevin James, King of Queens. When he, his wife from King of Queens. Larry Raymond. Yeah, that's her. The one you're thinking about was uh, everybody loves oh, Raymond. No, no. Yeah, right. Yeah. Everybody loves her. Right. With the with the weird little sweaters all the time, open in the front. Yeah, that's uh, the one that she went was chronically cold. That I was guess. the one that was that. Oh yeah, you're right. Still yeah, yeah. is the star of in the middle because that stupid show is still on. And yeah, but nobody considers her conservative anymore. No. And you guys might like that. I don't know. I have, I disliked it in the beginning. I have no idea what it is today. And I don't care. But now. I have no reason to I ever want to revisit that again. Uh, I'm sorry. It just, they lost me on their own, so. Hayes took a Twitter to express her disappointment with fans. True. I've been let go from the show. Very sad. Oh, Everybody's starting to talk like Trump now. Have you noticed that? <laughs> Very sad. It's going to be huge. It's going to be unbelievable. It's going to be magnificent. I'm so proud of my husband. I swear to God, they're all picking husband, up on it. Trumpisms. My husband, I'm so proud of my first lady and my president. I mean, it was just wonderful. Well, it's nice to have a first lady instead of a first transsexual, whose name is Michael, by the way, not Michelle. Or Gorilla Lady. Oh, no. no. Gorilla Lady. Chan now. She may be a gorilla lady. She ain't a lady. She's a man. Oh, no. Oh, I'm done. All the evidence is in. She's she's a tranny. And he's a homosexual. And, oh, my God. I cannot believe that we had that in the White House for eight years. Racist. You should see some. Well, they got, they got close-up pictures of her uh, wearing sunglasses. Uh, and, uh. Like five o'clock shadow, he said, and uh, yeah, supposedly her name is Michael. 
or should I say its name? And they say she hasn't had the operation. Just breast implants. Just saying. <laughs> this is the debauchery we had in the White House. You wonder why bad things happened in America over those eight years? You had pure evil in the White House. Look at the Democrat DNC leaks with these spirit dining where dinners yeah, yeah. It, oh my god disgustingly gross unbelievable hard stuff i'm going to talk worshiping evil stuff that's who's been that's who's running your country and it turns out that thanks to trey gowdy uh the whole stinking government is rife with it he, he can't see a way to separate it from the, it's just, it's the whole nature of government now. And so he's afraid it's, we will end up just replacing the government. Which we should. Which is what we. We're supposed to do. It won't be replaced, it'd be restore. We're not going to, we're not going to experiment with any old types of government that already failed. We're going to stick with the United States of America's freedom and liberty. And we're going to go back to that. Whereas people can walk around all of you day. God bless you. Jesus Christ. How about that? Aren't, isn't God wonderful? Oh, yeah. And nobody cared. Now you say that. It, they want it to be like England. They You say that over in the UK. You're arrested. You can't say that in public. They want that here. So, no, no. Nose to the grindstone, because if they succeed in this, it's over. There's no going back. That's why they're freaking out right now. You understand? They were right there. They were about to finish us off. And Trump happened. And they're now they're just trying to hold on to stuff they've already accomplished. And stop him from undoing it. That, that's the whole game. These are truly vile people. I don't know how McConnell keeps getting elected anything. I don't know how Paul Ryan is Speaker of the House. I, if I, I'm surprised if the House of Representatives was really worth a crap, they would ride Ryan out on a rail. He's a prog. He's a globalist. He hates you. He wants to destroy America, not fix it, not help it destroy it. He wants global socialism, like McConnell wants global socialism. These people that have been in the Senate and the House all want global socialism. The new people coming in are their, their vast enemies who they smear constantly, and you people let them speak up for the Freedom Caucus. What do you mean? You, why can't? Why, that's the way it's supposed to be. Why aren't you making it that way? Why are you doing this? This isn't right. This isn't constitutional. This isn't going to help. We want more freedom, not less. And I'm, I'm tired of the security people, too. I want less security and more liberty. I'll tell you what. I'll carry my gun, and I'll take care of myself and my family myself. I don't need the government looking after me, taking my rights away so that under the auspices, I'll be safer. How can I? Where's the government armed person following me around? Unless they're following you around, they can't protect you. Listen to Sheriff Clark. You need to step up on your own. You need to take care of your own security. We're your backup.
most honest thing I've ever heard anybody in law enforcement ever say. Where was I? Oh, yeah, Ramini. Hayes took to Twitter to express disappointment. Fans, true, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Very sad. (laughs) It's Trump again. Very sad. I had a great experience, season one. Thank you for all the support from our wonderful fans. James told Yahoo in August that the casting change was intended to shake up the sitcom. We wanted to make it a little deeper that way. And for the duration of the show, give it a stronger viewpoint. Uh Uh-oh. And to have more of that emotional weight onto the show. It's about a single father raising a family, which is good a good drive for us. We just want to laugh, dude. Wait, how could he be a single father if she's going to replace the wife? I have no clue what the hell they're doing. It, it makes no sense, does it? And we don't want a stronger viewpoint. We want to laugh. I don't. I I really don't care about the viewpoint. I thought the I thought the chemistry was perfect for the show. Oh, I, could you imagine? I enjoyed it. It was. <laughs> it's not something. It's not one of those shows you just break down and cry laughing. <laughs> it's, it's just more like chuckle, chuckle, laugh, laugh. You know, it, it's good natured, uplifting. One season, and, and she, she can. Did, and she was nothing. What was wrong with her? She was what? It couldn't be that she was too flat-chested, because for Minnie's pretty flat-chested. No, she isn't. Oh, not anymore? No. I don't remember. I saw a picture of her when I was doing this article. No, she's not. Okay. Oh, is that what they wanted? More breasts? I have no idea, but I remember when she, when she guest-starred on one of those oh, I know what it, I know what it is. Oh, I know what it is. I never even noticed it until I thought of it just now. She has a bit of a southern drawl. Who does? The the woman that they're replacing. Ah. She has a bit of a southern drop. That's it. It's not New York enough. I I bet people complain from New York. Hey, she's over here. She's from down south. I, so what? Maybe she moved to New York. Have a broader god dang it. Uh, I just don't understand. They watch these shows and they have no imagination. It's like Okay, so she says a little bit of a southern drill. Very little. Very little. More, maybe even more Midwestern, I think. And it just off puts, well, well, don't you think people from the Midwest have moved to New York City? All kinds of people moved to New York City. I got news for you. But I guess the, the, I don't know. I don't know. Those people are sick in the head. They don't ever make an intelligent decision. It's all about their politics. All right, number two, I guess I'm going to get a time. Isaiah Washington, the TV doctor starring role in Grey's Anatomy, vanished after he used a homophobic slur in 2007 at the peak of the show's success. However, he returned for a guest spot in 2014 because his character was vital in explaining a current cast member's story, according to U.S. Weekly. Thank God it's the end of the show. It's the Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from UncooperativeBlogger.com. You're listening to UncooperativeRadio.com. And say goodnight, Susan. Good night, Susan. And we're out here.